You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 539. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. This week brought to you by Hymns, Robin Hood, and Squarespace. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. Barbara. I'm Bernie. And I'm Gus. And I'm back from my five years Gus. of vacation that I've been gone forever. Where'd you go? <laughs> Japan and Singapore. Did you? You 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 thought I was gone forever. He it said, he said like five it. weeks. He said five weeks. You know, Gus, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to regret saying this out loud. I missed you. Did you? Yeah. That's really sweet. I missed you, Gus. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I, I missed I missed being back here and working with all of my friends. The office felt felt lonely without you. There, there wasn't an oppressive black cloud <laughs> hanging over you <laughs> since yep. I was gone. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Had a, had a real good time. Um, you like your wife. That's important. What does that mean? You like your wife. How long has been gone? You, don't, <laughs> you guys got to have like a three year on there. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, oh, too short. Everybody, Gus, you guys support Gus way too much in the polls. You know, Gus, even though you That's were gone, in the polls. Um, you made a tweet that had Meg and I just cracking up. Oh, yeah? Like in bed, just laughing our asses off. It was that snarky tweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted Meg a photo. Like, there was a, I, saw, I saw this shirt um, that had Toad on it. I thought it was really cute looking. So I just tweeted it to Meg. Just like, Does she like Toad? Yeah, she, she likes toad. toad. Okay. Yeah, uh, I like Toad too. Like, it was just uh, at Meg Turney, then this photo. And then some other random person replied to that tweet, just wrote, I don't get it. <laughs> so my dude. reply was just, well, that's why I didn't tweet it to you. Yeah, dude, not for you. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> it was just that's so dry and That's the best blood. response ever. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't know what you want. I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't explain it because it's for Meg. It's also like you tweeted at her. It wasn't a tweet where you happened to tag her right. in and it at the end. And it wasn't private conversation, so I'm, I'm sure people would see it. Sure. But th that's why there was no context. Yeah. It was, it was just really strange. What was the shirt? I didn't see it. It was just a photo of to uh, like a shirt with Toad on it. It said like woohoo or something. I'm kind of like Gavin now. I'm way behind in my Twitter feed and I don't think I'm ever going to catch up again. Yep. I kept thinking you said, I kind of like Gavin now. I kind of like Gavin. It finally after, happened. After 12 years, I kind of grow on people. That's such the opposite. Gavin and I recorded our game time today that we've been wanting to record for a while. We had fun doing it. Didn't you already have a game time together? Oh, well, this was different. This oh. was... That was old game time. That was old game time we talked about. Yeah, in fact, I just read a thing recently where someone said, I hope Bernie and Gavin will have a game. I'm giving them a nice voice. I hope <laughs> Bernie and Gavin will make a new game time because I really enjoyed the conversation they had. This was entirely different. This was a show yeah. that Gavin and I have wanted to make forever where we just go through people's Xbox <laughs> Live capture libraries oh, and yeah. play and watch <laughs> random clips. This time we had such a backlog of our own, we didn't even get to anyone else's. We have enough... To even go again on ours as well. Like, I, I could be better prepared with naming my clips, which I didn't know you could do. Dude, I came. I was like, you did I, do had, nice. I had mine all set up and everything. You were that excited, huh? <laughs> I even did some editing. That's okay. Gavin's a busy man. So it's like, if uh, just having him on the show is good. I had no, a regularly busy weekend, so I didn't really. What were you doing? Time. Oh, just shit. Oh. Well, Meg tweeted <laughs> that she's been getting to spend a lot of time with you, which is. Yeah, that was the upside to it. Dealing with our shit. Yeah. I mean, not our shit, but like <laughs> the shit that we were doing. Dual toilet. Which brought us together. Speaking of doing things together, <laughs> as a since I was we were so jet lagged coming back from uh, our trip that Esther and I went to the grocery store at five thirty in the morning, which is absolutely the best time to do that. Was there anyone? There, there was nobody there. It's open at five thirty. The the one here close to the studio. Yeah, is, I it's, it's twenty four hours. Is it really? <gasps> it, it they are, but then 
you're very self-conscious if you go early morning because I've done that sometimes too because that's when they're stocking everything yeah, and you have to you're like through. secondary as a customer. Yeah. You're in their way at that point. And oh. you kind of accept that too. Why is it that some stores like that close down certain aisles but not the whole store? Home Depot does that a lot. Well, they'll just cordon off like screwdrivers. I, I think sometimes they'll do that. Uh, with things that are small and high value to prevent shoplifting. Like I know when we went to the grocery store here, that like the makeup aisle was closed off because I assume they don't want people yeah. palming That's our chat. Uh, makeup stuff. We started that last week oh. for the anniversary. Sorry, podcast. I, I just noticed we have chat up now. Barbara's freaking oh. out about the chat. Meeting I wasn't there. here last week. Yeah, so. we got it. We put it on last week because we wanted. We kept the secret and off topic it, for ages. It did distract us a little bit during the uh, during the anniversary podcast, though. Mm. But Gus, what you're describing too is like I was. Telling you a little bit before the podcast, that's something that Gavin and I deal with because we Gavin and I suffer from the same affliction, which is that our significant others sleep on the weekends. Mm. Like Ashley's number one activity is to sleep, especially now that she's pregnant. It's like oh, she, she must be loving. She it. could sleep till like one, it's and no judgment deal. at all. No, not at all. I'm like, please go back to sleep. Can I bring you any food? And uh, <laughs> man, I should be pregnant. But it's crazy, Gavin. <laughs> That's I, awesome. We used. To, I feel like Gavin and I. We used to contact each other more on Saturday morning. Well, they, like, I had lonely Saturdays. Yeah. Because I feel like Meg, when she wakes up, she's very excited for the day to pass and go back to sleep. <laughs> Whereas I'm in, lying in bed at night thinking, I cannot wait for it to be morning. Me too. I'm so bored of lying down. I want to get up and do the next day. I'm at the point now where if I sleep past 10 o'clock on the weekends, I'm actually upset. Really? Because I feel, I feel like I wasted so much time. Yeah. No, my problem is I want to sleep till 1. Because I have teenagers too, they'll if I let them, they'll sleep till noon, oh, yeah, no fucking that. problem. My problem is, all week long, I get up, I'm like drag my ass out of bed at seven thirty in the morning, seven in the morning, Saturday morning, seven o'clock, bing, wide awake, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I just want to go back to bed. It's like, nope, you're awake now. Your body's in the rhythm of it. Yeah, so I, I, I get up and I have like five hours to myself every day. When I was a teenager and would Skype late at night with Gavin. <laughs> Or whoever from the Rashid's community. Do wait, you skyped with other people? I uh -oh. did. I'm sorry, uh, but I would wake up at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon on the weekends because <laughs> it's just like you're a teenager, you got nothing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just sleep. I remember once it was kind of late for me, kind of and I just had beer in my mouth. <laughs> it was kind of late for me and really early for you. And one of your parents came in and oh, was yeah. like, "Oh, you're up. Were you up all night again?" And you were like, "No." I woke up just now. <laughs> We've been talking <laughs> for like, like four. <laughs> We've been talking same, for like four hours. Yeah, in the same clothes as yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite story, I think we've talked about it on the podcast probably many times, but when you and I were Skyping <laughs> and then Bernie took No, you were oh, Skyping with Joel. I was Skyping with Joel, you were Skyping with Bernie, and then you put ga your laptop in laptops. front of Joel. And so I just took my laptop, just described this. I put my keyboard over his keyboard where they're facing each other. And then just focused my lid so the camera was looking at Gavin's window. So suddenly Gavin was Skyping with Barbara. I, but you guys would Skype in weird ways. Like, you were Skyping with Joel while you just got ready to go somewhere. Well, it's because I was chatting with him and then but I But you were like cleaning pack. your room and I stuff. I pack. Yeah. It almost looked like a live stream of Barbara's, you know, <laughs> packing. What and if she we... Goes, no, it's just like we're just Skyping and I like would, she would talk to him over her shoulder and stuff like that. So when she came we... back and she's like... The fuck is going on? Because we could see, we could look over the top of the laptop, and all of a sudden you're like, "What?" And well, you're looking. There's Gavin just working away at his desk. You know, when you have those moments where you think, "Am I crazy? Mm -hmm. Like, how did I not see this happening, or or how did I miss this?" And I had that moment of, "Did I somehow pass out 
and Skype Gavin and have been talking to Gavin for a while. I don't. Yeah, when did that happen? Yeah, it was very strange. Oh yeah. So Gavin and I in this game time, we determined that there's like there's categories for clips. There's stuff you want to show off. Like that tends to be a lot of shooter games. Mm -hmm. You show off something badass you did. There's glitches. We started off with a really funny one from Witcher that I couldn't even remember having recorded before. I like that we both record the exact same stuff that when it happens. <laughs> yeah, mine was like, well, it was like 10% good stuff that I've done in games. It's pretty rare. Like 40% glitches and like 50% screwing with that. <laughs> so yeah, or weird physics ragdoll Oh, ragdoll, yeah. So I did, uh, guys, do we have that video that we can show? Yep. We do? Great. So I cut together, so I was... <laughs> What happened was, on the Xbox, you can hit a button and record the yeah. last 30 seconds. So when I first started playing Red Dead 2, my horse wrecked and I went flying. And Ashley laughed, and so I immediately recorded it. Then about 20 minutes later, I just did it again. And I thought, okay, I'll record that one too. And then I thought, oh, I got too many of these things. But then I thought, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to record every single time I crash my horse <laughs> in Red Dead It's like a 2. highlight reel. Or it's a like a highlight reel. reel. So this is like one of the things. This is, we normally don't edit these for the clip show, but I edited together all my clips of me wrecking every single time in Red Dead 2. That's it. Awesome. It seems like it is. These boys got a manner about them. But I haven't got out front of you, did it? Trouble getting off the horse like you did. Yeah, where I like, like you get stuck or like your 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 boot would get stuck on the saddle or something. <laughs> where I flipped off backwards. That was actually one of the first ones I ever did. Was you got tossed off the horse way more than like, I crashed my horse and stuff a lot, but you just got thrown from yeah. it randomly. Were you yeah. just running too long? Is that I what happens? Just, uh, what happens is I would. I I love hunting in games. Oh, so you the horse was spooked. So it always or I'd always be hunting down animals, like racing and like shooting at them, and then looking up and saying, "Oh shit!" and then flipping off my horse <laughs> into something. Like the one where I like tumbled head over heels and the horse just ran away. That was I guess I went up a little bit of a steep incline, and the horse was like fuck this and took. I off. I like the ones where you fell back onto the horse. Those <laughs> were my yeah, favorite. Like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I like the he, one. he grabs the horse too, like a very specific animation. Yeah, well, like that's the animation. On. Like you can jump off a roof onto your horse. It's like that animation, or off a train onto the horse. Can you? Really? But you did it from the horse, which I've never from seen before. From the horse onto the horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I really like the one where you just nose dive into a stump. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, it's all like, the comments in the chat are just saying how, 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 how. That's, that's over the course of like two months. Yeah, it was. 
I fell off an equal amount of times. If probably. you recorded every time you fell off your horse in Red Dead, you'd be surprised at how often it happens. There's a, like a lot of them that didn't make the cut. <laughs> I see here in chat, who is this CaliCat93 is asking if that's going to get posted on the Rooster YouTube. Uh, or, no. So what's the release for that? So Game Time will be out on the Rooster's website tomorrow, Ben? I don't right? know if he's here. He's been around? Okay. So it should be tomorrow. It's just, it's on the Rooster's website. But it's not a first thing. It's just on the website for free. So go see it. Nice. And there's tons of stuff. One of my favorites is probably Fallout is an unexpected one for just amazing clips that come out of Fallout. <laughs> Any open world is great. Anything where there's an open world and also where they do the cutscenes, but the world stays oh, live yeah. around mm -hmm. you, there's always just something can go wrong. You're like someone just walks through the middle of your conversation <laughs> or something. I'll have to maybe I can pull the one up for The Witcher. But uh Yeah, there was like uh attacking my Red Dead playstyle, how dare you? I thought how you dare were great. You? Hey, speaking of feeling attacked, so I saw something in the in the news. What'd you see? Did you? See that uh, Critical Role has a uh, Kickstarter for an animated version of their show? Yeah. No, I didn't see They're that. asking for $750,000. How much money, Barbara, do you think that the Critical Role Kickstarter has raised? They've, they've asked for $750,000. $2.4 million. $2.4 million because Laser Team raised $2.5. Yeah. Right? And set a record. You would be wrong. Uh, the uh, Critical Role Kickstarter has raised with a little 10 days to go at this point. $9.2 million. Oh my God. $9.2 million. That is incredible. Congratulations to them. That's wow. And if I may, I'd like to take a moment and say to our audience, which raised $2.5 million, the fuck is wrong with you? Aren't you embarrassed <laughs> by this? <laughs> what we should, we should, can we launch a Kickstarter just to dethrone their Kickstarter? Like the only goal is you to raise more critical role. You should be ashamed of yourself. $2.5 million. <laughs> wow. I hope next time you will really learn from this. And <laughs> <laughs> $20 fucking billion. Congrats to them, man. That's going to be great. Critical That's Role crazy. has like this incredibly like dedicated audience. I, I'll be honest. I haven't ever listened to it ever. And I, I gotta start that. now because clearly people. You gotta get caught thing. up before the animated show comes out. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. Dude. Did they have crazy. any specifications on like how many episodes or where to be released or anything like that? I, I haven't really read through a lot of it. I do love Kickstarter, you know, crowdfunding stuff, <coughs> but it's been a while since I've been involved with it. From what I understand, uh, everyone's in the in the chat saying I'm poor. It's like, well, go for that. Get, get a second job. Yeah, go, go get some rich <laughs> That's what the chat said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they're not telling the critical role dudes that they're poor. Come on. What's wrong with you people? Be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. But uh, they have run through like every possible stretch goal at this point. And I think oh, for sure. I, I don't know. I, I need to look it up. But I think I heard that they've said like, stop. No more stretch goals. We're like, <laughs> stop know, giving us money. We'll just make it. No, I'm sure they're not saying that. You can they're always just like there's just no more incentive. But if you want to donate to the show, I'm sure you still can. But yeah. they're probably just saying no more goals. Well, to put it in perspective, too, it's like uh, Spider-Verse. Uh, the, from what I understand, they spent ninety million dollars. Wow! On that movie. Over the so, course of how many years? Oh gosh, that I don't know. Like five years? It's still an hour years, and a yeah. half movie. Yeah, you know, two hours. Two hours? Mm -hmm. it's two hours. So that's the thing. It's like, sure, the people at Critical Role they asked for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. People could always get stuck on this with crowdfunding. It's like that. Oh, they only needed seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, but it is production. You can find a way. Right. You to raise the production value. Mm -hmm. That's the reason something. it's called a Kickstart. And it's still only one-tenth of what the Spider-Verse movie. I, uh, I finally watched Lost. Into the Spider-Verse. I hadn't seen it. Uh, I watched it on a plane recently, which is probably the worst way possible oh, to see that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched it 
I thought it was so good I immediately bought it on physical media that way I could watch it. It's on sale it this week on and, Xbox and look even better. Is it in 4K? Yeah, there's a 4 I don't know if it's real 4K or not. <laughs> look it up. Uh, I mean real 4K, uh, but it looks it looks great regardless. Yeah. It looks much better than it did on that tiny little fucking airplane TV. That movie is really good. It deserves I understand all the hype. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Want an Oscar? Yeah. yeah. Did you finish all your Marvel movies? I didn't like the frame rate. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm just> God <laughs> damn! Thank God for that movie, dude. Thank God, <laughs> thank God for that movie. The uh, did I watch? Uh, yeah, I have now finished watching all of the Marvel movies, and I have gone back and I'm watching season seven, which is kind of like the first half of the season that's coming up for Game of Thrones. I have one episode left, the last episode of season seven. It's crazy. Those are it's seven episodes, I think, in season seven, and they're each an hour long, and it just it just Fucking flies by. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's crazy because a Marvel movie, everything happens in two hours. But over the course of seven hours, they tell about the same amount of story in Game of Thrones, but it's still way more just engaging. I, I just don't know what it is. I, I would think you that think Game be, of Thrones is more engaging than a Marvel movie. Man, yeah. I don't know, man. I did watch all the Marvel movies back to back, and that took like 20 days. Oh. Um it's like 59 hours of content. I think it's 56. Or There's a lot of shit yeah. in there, too. There is a lot of shit. We were saying on the podcast last week, Gavin and I, that it's it's shocking to think like you realize who's in the MCU. That yeah. You forget certain people. And we were talking about like Robert Redford's in the MCU. And William Hurt. And oh, yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone is in so the MCU. Edward Norton is in the MCU. <coughs> you know, and it's just it's weird. Mads Mikkelsen. Is that how you say his name? Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. yeah. He's in the MCU. You know, Who it's is just, he? He's the, the villain in Doctor Strange. Oh. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Well, what are you more excited about? This is, I'm curious about this with you guys specifically, but the Game of Thrones premiere or uh, Endgame? Dude, I got three things for me. It's, uh, this isn't going to be relevant to probably anybody else, but uh, Amazing Race is coming back and Tyler and Corey are on this season. Oh, shit. Yeah, they did like a mush season, mashed up season with uh, Big Brother and Survivor and Amazing Race. And the one team from our season that's on it is Tyler and Corey back. So I got to watch that now too to see how oh, they wow. did so I don't know, man. I love Amazing Race. Yeah, like you excited? It's such a good show. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily like when they do people from other reality shows. I don't think being on a reality show is a good litmus test for being on a different reality. They show. They shut people on from The Bachelor. <laughs> I think one of the people is Rupert from Survivor. Do you remember? Rupert? Oh, like the older guy. Yeah, the bearded dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. That's that like, like season two. Yeah, season two or three. Yeah. yeah, very early on. I think it was later than that, but it was early. It was like. First decade stuff. Can we make a poll about uh, Endgame versus Game of Thrones finale? Or I bet it'll be Endgame. <sighs> I mean, I I'm, ex- I'm equally excited yeah. about both, but I think I think I'm more excited for. I've certainly put more time Endgame. into Game of Thrones. The yeah. crazy thing is, Game of Thrones starts next week, but then Game of Thrones is over in, in like May. a month from now. R- yeah. R- Rupert was season seven. Season seven. Yeah. There you go, there you go. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been rewatching season seven of Game of Thrones, trying to get ready. You know, like you talk about, and I, I I really don't know which one if I can classify one more than the other. Maybe Game of Thrones. Yeah. Just because I feel like it's been, I guess it's been a long time coming for Avengers Endgame as well. Because if you think about it, it's the culmination of the MCU. Do you think? Itself. Do you think the the ending of Avengers is going to be more predictable than the ending of Game of Thrones? Because that's where it gets me. Like, I feel like I could somewhat see where Endgame is going, but Game of Thrones, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Really? I have no idea. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think one of them has a higher potential to be a wild disappointment? 
because that's always uh, possible. I think Game, I think of, Game Thrones of Thrones ha- has more potential to be a wild disappointment, just because it's hard to end a TV show, and there's yeah. so many finales for TV shows. People are like, "Oh, that sucked. That was Agreed. terrible." Also, your favorite character is probably going to die. Yeah. I mean, statistically, with all the people that are left, who's your favorite character? Game of Thrones. Go. Don't even Ar- think about it. Arya Stark. Arya Stark is your favorite. Barristan Selmy, he's already dead. Okay. I would have said Arya as well. Mine's Jamie Lannister. I fucking love Jamie Lannister. I just like Selmy because everyone talks about him in such high regard. Do, I feel like we... they should prequel just him. I think he's in the prequel, yeah. isn't he? Is he? They're, do- they're doing a prequel. I thought it was like a way prequel. I think it is a way prequel. Which yeah. I think there's, there's several spinoffs happening. Okay. <sighs> Give me the GOTCU. Yes. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna... Got, got you. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Did you guys manage to get tickets for Endgame? Yes. You did. And every fucking movie theater that I tried to get them from fought me for like, it took me like an hour and a half to get those. Me and Trevor were splitting our efforts on two different websites trying to get tickets. It's too much, Barbara. Yeah. Too much. I I got some, but I'm not going to see it until a couple days after. Uh, What about the internet? Yeah, it's going to be tough. (laughs) Because the, the tickets went on sale when I was overseas. Yeah. So it's like I had a shitty internet connection. I well, maybe if you weren't arguing with people on Twitter, you could have been buying. Maybe tickets. I could have. I could have been buying tickets. Thanks, Gavin, for I'm that. I'm sure you could find someone at the office who bought a bunch of tickets that you could just get. I'll, I'll just wait. Okay. Well, I think you should days. wait. I think you'll get it spoiled. Yeah. Eh. I'll live. It right. Won't be the end of the world. Right. Be the end of the game. Who do you not want to die in Game of Thrones? I don't want Brienne of Tarth to die, and I, I also don't want Bronn to die. I don't want Tyrion to die. Really? Oh, Tyrion. Yeah. I guess so. Tyrion's good at that. Mm, who do I not want to die? I think I'd be okay with just about anybody going. I don't know if there's anybody I'd be like, not them. Not Arya? that person. If, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> do you think uh, Daenerys is going to die? I don't know. She seems the least likely to me. She seems like... Like too like, obvious? If you're, if you're betting... Yeah, I was, gonna, I was about she's to ask, like the what, odds. What's, the, what's the spread yeah, on that? Yeah, she's like... <laughs> there's got to be. Like, she's even money. Jon Snow's pretty close to, to, to winning the whole thing. I doubt Jon Snow will die because he's already died. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna die. Yeah. Which dragon died? The uh, spoilers, by the way. Viserys. Viserys. No, that's that's like last season stuff. See, I'm on the last episode. There's so much stuff that hasn't happened in this season that I remember about this season. And this last episode is going to be so freaking jam-packed with stuff. There was a big scuffle at the end of the last season in the snow that I don't remember who died. Like, did Thoris die? Thoris I don't remember who died either. I'm looking forward to seeing it. The dudes with the flame swords? Yeah. That's such a cool thing. Thoris Amir and Beric Dondarrion have the flame swords, right? Yeah. I think only Thoris has the flame sword. I think Beric Dondarrion doesn't actually have a flame sword. Well, he did in season three because he fought the Hound and got his shoulder cut off. Yeah, that's right. Gotta give credit. the Hound was like... To the MCU for one thing versus Game of Thrones. They do have some kind of, in the MCU, they do have some kind of high profile uh, recastings. Probably the biggest one that people don't really think about is Bruce Banner getting recast. Mark Ruffalo from Edward Norton. Because technically, Iron Man starts the MCU and then The Incredible Hulk was right after that. I don't know why I never made this. Two connections I don't know why I never made watching the MCU again. One is that the William Hurt character... That's in charge of the, the Sokovia Accords is General Ross from Incredible Hulk, and it's it's the like Hulk's arch nemesis in mm. that whole series. But I don't know if they just never refer to him as Ross in it. They, <coughs> they call him Secretary, <coughs> Mister Secretary. Um, the other one is that there's this really weird villain in the Marvel Universe comic universe, uh, which is called his name is Claw, 
And that's who Andy Serkis is. He's Claw. Oh, but yeah. it's such a radically different version of the character. I never made the connection. Is that, is the oh, his arm got cut off by... Yeah, he has Ultron. a sonic arm in the like comics. Ultron just hacked it off, didn't he? Yeah. So is Inspector Gadget also in the MCU? <laughs> <laughs> they, just they, asking. They recast a bunch of people in Game of Thrones, too. That yeah. is to say, that's a credit for MCU. They did have some big recastings. That and Rhodey. But in Game of Thrones, they recast a bunch of people. They recast. If you watch the first season, you wouldn't recognize Yeah, they recast the Beric Dondarrion when he gets sent off by yes. Ned Stark. They yeah. recast... The three-eyed raven. Well, the first yeah. Beric Dondarrion's only on camera for like 15 seconds, right? Yeah, but Ned Stark's like Beric Dondarrion, and he's just like a, a guy, and it's like, weird. <laughs> Why didn't they bring that guy back? Mountain. <laughs> they recast the mountain, too. Like, twice. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not over the recasting of Carol and Friends from season one to season <laughs> two. <laughs> what, from the pilot? Yeah. <laughs> a completely different person. They also recast. Seinfeld's parents. They redid yeah. them, too. They recast. Just, just the father, right? Yeah, just yeah. the father. Yeah. yeah. They also, but they also cut Ilan Payne. Like Ilan Payne was supposed to, was not supposed to stop being in the show, but the actor the had become ill. I think he had cancer. He had to undergo cancer treatment. I was saying the executioner that oh, kills yeah, 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 Stark yeah. early on. Yeah. Um, so like they just kind of wrote him off. And and different to recasting, they also recast the same actor for two different roles. Oh yeah. Tom and Lan Tom and Baratheon was originally Martin Lannister in the. Oh. Yeah. Season three or two or something. It's. Did you guys watch Umbrella Academy? I did. So the strong guy in that is uh, Dickon Tarly. Yes. Yeah. In uh, and it's just so crazy to see him. And I think we'll see that a lot. What's in Game his Dickon? Yeah, no, they keep calling. They make, keep making him say his name over and over Dick again. Dickon Tarly. I've seen a great like supercut of that. Yeah. <laughs> so are you Rickon? Like Braun does it all the time. Yeah. Just, what's your name? Again? Oh, and Dario Naharis was recast. Oh right. Yeah. Because I I watched that recently. The original guy Ed. Someone hit every single one of his lines is ADR and I'm wondering if he was just doing some weird accent but, and then had to like re I but, don't know why he d he has no live dialogue the entire He show. did not come back because he wanted to do that transporter movie instead There was a conflict so he, he did like a transporter reboot somebody is that, snickered. Is that true? Right here? That is true <laughs> I thought he was fine. Were, uh, Judging that career choice snickering uh, what was it original Dario no. I think Endgame has um, a higher Deadpool. potential to be disappointing. Really? Like, th it's just because they have such a head of steam up, and Infinity War was so fucking good that... Here's the thing. <clears throat> I feel like a lot of the Marvel movies have been really fucking good. Yeah. Like, they, they know how to craft a story. There's been some stinkers, though. Like Iron yeah. Man 2? Yeah. Iron Man 2 is kind of a stinker. They're, but, they're, but they're still good movies. Like, yeah. they're, they're less than the other ones, I would True. say. But they're yeah. still entertaining and they're still good movies. I think I think that they're putting yeah. all their efforts into this last. I think like what's the worst moment in Game of Thrones? Like what's the Iron Man two? I don't like Daenerys and Marine. The Thor Dark. It just kind of drags. It's too long. There's a lot of yeah. Her sitting on the in bench. Game of Thrones that kind of drag. She just, it's, she just goes the wrong way. There's a lot of moments in Game of Thrones that drag. Yeah. Like just in general. I mean, so. especially like you're talking about Marine. Like in the books, that's just like oh my god. Fucking leave, leave his pyramid bench in that fucking pyramid. Unchain the dragons, get out of the pyramid, continue the story, please. But yeah. they, they also do. I mean, the the TV show does trim a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot more, in the books. There's a lot more Iron Island stuff about Euron and like all of the the infighting for there. It's like, oh my god, I don't give a fuck about yeah. this. You, you don't like the Iron Island. Well, by by the time they get to that, it's already like book four, mm. I think. And you're like, I I just want to get back to the other stuff that I'm re that I've already been invested in. I bet Theon will die. Wait, he's alive, right? 
Theon's alive. Okay. At least uh, for I think now. he is. He is, in, he is through the sixth episode of season seven. <clears throat> That's it. I've been watching just to make sure I'm up to date on who's alive so and who's dead. I looked up this website's taking bets, and they have their odds spread on who's gonna, who will rule Westeros at the end of season eight of Game of Thrones. Theon is one of the longest shots. So he is, so he who, is probably still alive. Is that how it ends? Somebody sitting down in the Iron Throne, and they're like, I got it. It's, I, I mean, it's got, there's got to be a winner, right? I want it to be Hodor with blue eyes. Jeez, don't even say it, dude. I don't want to see Hodor again. He's coming back. I'll tell you who else I don't want to see. I went back and watched an episode from season five. I don't want to see the wildling lady from Hardhome. She was oh, like, yeah. she was in one fucking episode, and she's one of my favorite characters in all of Game of Thrones. And you don't want to see her again? No, because she's dead. And so I don't want her coming back as a zombie. I couldn't couldn't live with that. I I... I feel like they're bringing her back. I she had so, so much screen time in that episode. Yeah, but she was she was a payoff at the end when the Night King yeah. raised everybody back up. That's a fucking creepy scene. Mm -hmm. Just go back and watch that mm -hmm. last like twenty minutes yeah. of that episode, and that's all that battle and at Hardhome. If I remember right, like at the very end, there's no music or anything. Right, it's just like cr eerily silent. Yeah, with that like and that you hear the wind, water. Yeah, the water. Yeah. Yeah. Damn yeah, man. They do a lot of good stuff with the ending, like right before the credits. You remember when I was at your house and we watched. Jamie Lannister's hand get cut off, and then it ends on some rock song, and yeah. we were just like, "Huh?" <laughs> That's how it's gonna end. Wasn't it also one where they thank the bear song. in the credits? They, they did, yeah. <laughs> there was like, like the first thing that says "Thanks to Bart the Bear" or something like that. I think, and then I think the rock song was like, I think it was a rock version of the Bear in the Maiden Fair. Mm. Yeah, if I remember right, it's been a few years. How many episodes are there in the uh, last chunk six. of the season? Six. Six out of six. How many of those will be full nudity? Uh, I don't know. This is we always say Game of Thrones. You either get nudity or somebody gets stabbed. Or I think, I think finale both. They're gonna they gotta pack it all in. Yeah, every yeah. episode is gonna have both. The best. It's the best. Someone getting stabbed while nude. I want. Oh no, I don't want this. I was about to say I want someone's boob to get cut off. Here's the trend Sick. I want to continue. But I really don't. Sick. It was just like through Marine and everything. It was this long build up with these little fucking dragons or puppies, basically. You know, when the show first starts, they're just born. This build up of like, oh, they're bad and they kill a sheep or something in Marine. And then there's this insinuation they might have killed a child or whatever. And it's like, all right. It's pretty clear they it's killed a child. It's been five or six years, but you don't get to see the kid get. Well, you get see the skeleton. Yeah, but you, I mean, it's implied. You don't get to see the like the dragon in action is what I'm saying. Oh. Then in season seven, it's like fucking dragons, dude. They come in like just that they, one they, scene. They kill Dickon. They kill Dickon. Yeah. And his dad. What We're really it? spoiling this for anybody who hasn't seen it. Sorry, you should watch the show. Although you'll never it's remember. Been a few years. You yeah. will not remember any of the names of these characters we're talking about, and also everybody in this show dies. Oh, I've seen all the seasons and all the episodes of Game of Thrones. I still don't even remember the characters' names. Do you remember that primer sheet that we had from like season one or season two? Yeah, I think I remember like ten of them. Okay, who was like, the commander of the Night's Watch? Original one. Night's Watch? Jerry. I remember. Close. Mormont. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was yeah. G or Mormont. Yeah. Jerry was very close. <laughs> but funny. they had like Spooky Night, Gay Night, like, or Gay King. Like they had, the, they didn't have any of their names on the primer sheet. When I, like, oh, all their, I remember like, that primer sheet. Uh, yeah. They're all their short descriptions, right? Yep. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how I remember all the characters. It's like, like it was, it was Cersei and Jamie and, Daenerys. uh, and, uh, Tyrion. Were short evil, pretty pretty <laughs> evil, and sister fucker. <laughs> Someone should do a hard cut from like the first five seconds that you see a character, and then you hard cut to the last five seconds you see him. Yeah, like with Geo Mormont, it'd be like, yeah, I'm Commander of the Night's Watch, and then the last time you see him is that guy's drinking out of his skull. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> just dark, dark stuff like that. Well, the weird one would be like Brand. Brand's like four when they started the show, and now he's John Oliver. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about that. I was I was rewatching an episode of season seven yesterday where he's getting dragged around in that sled. It was like, do you think he enjoys that? He, like he shows up to set and he, he just gets to lay down <laughs> the entire know, time. It's like, I all mean, right, get in your sled. I would think it limits your acting somewhat because so much of acting is also like your physical body movements and whatnot. That it's like you're kind of limited. Just but he's not like oh, I got to stand around on set all day. Like nope, it's gonna sit down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why when they recast the tree. The um the three eyed raven, it starts off as an old guy with long hair and a big long white beard, and then they just cut to a guy who looks completely different, like he's got a different haircut and everything. Yeah, who was it at the end? What's it? It was uh, Christopher Columbus. Was it? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Max. Uh, no, Max von Sydow. Mm -hmm. Is that who it was? It was Max von Sydow. You're right. You're yeah. right. I don't know who that is. He's you know famous. him, son. Is he German? <laughs> that sounds like a very I mean, German like, name. Accent sounds, German? Uh, like Swiss to me. Mm. Uh, here, while you look that up, let me read this thing. Uh, I remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Hims. You've heard me talk about Hims before. It's a super convenient and a super great service. 65% uh, of men start losing their hair by age 35. That's two out of every three men on the planet. The thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair that you've already lost. Hims is helping guys out with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Hims was created by someone who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor's visits or long pharmacy lines. Hims is completely confidential and discreet. You answer a few quick questions and a doctor will review. And if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Get the hair loss treatment everyone is talking about. Uh, order now. Our viewers and listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today. Uh, right now, while supplies last, subject to doctor approval. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Uh, go to forhimscom slash rooster5. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash rooster and the number five. forhimscom slash rooster5. Thank you, Hims, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Rooster. I had a dream. Max von Sydow. It Max is correct. He is the three-eyed three raven. He, you probably best know him. He played <laughs> Ming the Merciless in the Flash Gordon oh, movie okay. from the 80s. That's Mingin. I think it was in Minority Report as well. Mm -hmm. You had a dream? That all boys He's the guy girls. who makes the tw the triplets or whatever they are? The yeah. twins? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, he, and, and the other one? The beginning of the Star Wars film. Um, I had a dream that I was doing a presentation in a big conference room for a product that when I woke up, I thought it was quite a good idea. You know how this updraft you give it away on skyscrapers? Yeah, I'm not gonna make. This. I don't think he's gonna do. By it. the way, and this also might. So are you starting like the most specific product you could imagine? Yeah. You know, updrafts, Gus. Well, like on skyscrapers. Skyscrapers. skyscrapers you, the wind goes up on up the side of him. So I was, I was presenting this sort of like cowl thing with a fan, like a wind turbine for updrafts. It's a windmill that go all the way around a skyscraper. Does is that is that real? To like power. Your building it seems like put a windmill on the side Is of your it building. Is enough wind? I mean, right. how big could these things possibly be? Well, on my clipboard, it was like this big. <laughs> and I don't think that's enough up. to generate enough power to do anything. Like the windmills yeah, they not. put out in fields are fucking They're huge, massive. I've seen a windmill. Have you driven through West Texas and seen like where they have those giant wind farms? No, have you done that? Uh -uh. Yeah, getting a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the sound. You hear that? You're out of town. How did you miss that? 
Trump said that windmills cause cancer. I missed no, that. No, I missed that totally. The windmills. sound of the windmills. Cancer. The sound causes cancer. If you hear a windmill too much. <sighs> Listen, let me tell you. Being overseas was great because I realized the rest of the world does not give a fuck about us. Really? Like, I would turn, I'm actually I, glad I, to hear that. I would flip through the TV, you know, and I'd be like tired at the end of a day. I'd like turn on the news or whatever. I'd be like, yeah, sure, the U.S. was on there briefly, but it's like you hear a lot more like very region-specific <laughs> stuff. It's like, yeah, the U.S., they got this... Stupid thing going on. Anyway, uh, here's what's going on here. <laughs> so it was really refreshing to like not be beaten down constantly by this barrage of non-news. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Honestly, Trump has been against wind turb wind farms for for ages. I saw a clip of him in Scotland because he got golf oh, courses. Right, right, yeah. How could you got be golf against in Scotland? A method of energy. <laughs> he just hates them. He's like, you know, if you we we don't want him all, all around our golf courses, blah blah. And Scotland was just like. Who is this guy? No. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Get out. So, so I, think I, have, for, I think for a lot of people, clean energy represents government regulation. And like the EPA, it just became this kind of uh, trigger for a lot of people who are just like, when they hear about the EPA, it's just something that's going to cost them a lot of money. Mm. So honestly, like in America, we have the Americans with Disabilities Act. And it does, you end up having to like, when you buy a new building, you got to update it, put ramps in and things like that. And it's it's kind of thing costs a lot of money, but you suck it up because you want to help people who are sure. disabled and need yeah, access. Inclusivity. I don't think people have that same feeling about like the environment and nature. You know, it's like, fuck this. EPA is making us do this. We can't use this chemical or something like that. Just, yeah. just make our products more expensive. Well, because I think assumes, that's where that comes from. Everyone assumes like, oh, well, I'm only going to be on this earth for X amount of more <clears throat> years. So it's not going to affect me. So who cares? Yeah. Have, but, you ever seen, have you seen the rolling coal stuff? Yeah, it's that's so stupid. And it's just like the reaction to it. I, I try to figure out like what's the motivation that people come to when they what's what's causing them to get there. But like there's there's guys when fuel efficiency became a thing or clean energy or electric cars, they just took their pickups and basically made it so they burned as much oil as possible so they can like basically hit a switch in their car, rev their engine and just like pour smoke onto somebody else. And they call it rolling coal and they'll like go buy electric cars and just dump a bunch of fucking exhaust and smoke on them. And it's and every and then the comments be like fuck yeah it's like I don't yeah, I don't but, I just don't get it you know yeah, yeah. it's us. like if somebody's picking up litter and you're like ah throwing shit on the ground next to him you're like fuck you that'll learn you it's like the electric car's not using gas that means there's more gas for you that's yes. the thing I don't get it's like so gas will be cheaper for you <laughs> or they work in if they you know if they come from a coal town kind of get that you know and but they, coal power plants still power the grid. That give energy to the electric car. Do you, you see that we've uh, reached a tipping point now where renewable energy is now cheaper going forward and immediate benefit to consumers is now cheaper than coal. That's really? A but huge way more point. cancer. <laughs> because of the noise. Yeah. We just that, gotta... And that's why like enriched uranium doesn't cause cancer because it's completely silent. That's yes, good fine. Point. You can stand right next to it. That's why they call it the silent killer. Yeah. When you have dreams like that, how do you remember those things in detail? Do you write them down or do you like record your voice talking about it or you just have that good of a memory? That one, like I don't remember the details of what I was saying. I just remember the visual thing because that okay. hasn't changed. That doesn't really, I guess uh, an image doesn't disappear, but like everything around it does. Because like, I, I still write, remember the shape of that thing. I couldn't tell you a single dream that I've had. Right I feel now. like I remember all of mine really well. I remember them the second I wake up and then they're gone. I had a dream a couple of weeks ago where I was putting my dogs to bed. You know, I've got two dogs. And when I, was, them in? when I was putting them to bed, I realized I had two Benjamins. <gasps> and I was like, I was looking at them oh like, God. one of these is an imposter Benjamin. You had two on your butt? Shoot. So I had, to, I had to figure out a way to tell which the imposter Benjamin was and which the real Benjamin was. How did you I do like, it? Doing tricks? <laughs> but the real Benjamin knows the name of his toys. 
So I asked them to go get a specific oh, toy. Like, get your steak. And the real Benjamin went and got it, and the imposter Benjamin did not know. I remember that. The one time that I hung out with you and Esther at your place, this was years ago. I think it was Esther who was like, you want to see a trick? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she goes, Benjamin, go get your steak. And he just like trots over to his little bin, like sifts through them all, and like takes out his little toy steak and bring it over. And then she's like, now go get your Burger or whatever, whatever. Yeah, like he's and got a bunch of them. I was so impressed. You know, how did he teach? How did you teach him that? He wanted to. Uh, it sounds crazy. He wanted to learn. He wanted to know what his toys were. <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you want about? I could tell. You, you, I could tell with him. He, he was. He wanted to know specifically, like, cause like this was the steak sitting on the floor. He was looking well, at he, it, and then back up. I to think you? with his favorite. Like, I think he he wants to differentiate which one his favorite is versus the other one. <laughs> Why doesn't one. he just walk up to it and get it? And then he goes from there because I think he wants. <laughs> he wanted. To well, learn. he wants. You to ask him for something specific that way he has something to do. <laughs> trust make, me, you're just making shit no, up. No, uh, trust me. I know. I know that dog. dog. I know that dog. It's amazing the shit that you will admit out loud on a podcast. <laughs> podcast. Speaking of shit, I'll admit I've got an embarrassing story from my trip. All right. Really? I got an incredibly embarrassing story. Yes. Uh, I I shit in a bed. <gasps> you did not. I, I shit. Uh, Welcome to the, the club. For the first time in my life. That's not Welcome something to applaud, dude. That's a cry for don't, help. Don't Everyone's applauding. But we shouldn't applauding. shame that kind of behavior. I, uh, it happens. It I got happens. food poisoning. In, of course, in you Singapore. and Esther get I don't know what food that is. poisoning more often and, than anybody. Uh, I think it's made up. I uh, I got incredibly sick and diarrhea of my bed. Was it while you were asleep? <laughs> yeah, while I was asleep. So you woke I, up. I woke up to a dirty bed. Was it? It wasn't <laughs> a lot. It was a little bit. Was it? Did you wake up as it was happening or after it had happened? It had already happened. Oh. It was long gone. God. So what? it was a hotel bed. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Tip the housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave a hundred on the like thousand. Did you take talking. the sheets off and like bundle it up? And Are we talking like a, like a like a like a? Streak? Are we talking? No, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't a ton. It was like if I had. It, it's what I imagine. Could I step over it? Less than that. Less than a moon ball. Yeah, it was like okay. like a shark. So like, like a like a pellet. Like a quick. Well, it was food poisoning, so it was very liquid. Oh, so like a liquid. There's a pellet. window of age yeah. above a certain age and below a certain age when you shouldn't be shitting on yourself. And right, I say you're 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 very strongly in the middle of that yeah, window. I, you should not be doing that. I, I know, I know. It wasn't on purpose. I'm honestly surprised, being a grown up, I've been told, that I vomit just as much as I did when I was a kid. I haven't vomited in like fifteen years, probably. <laughs> it's been years for me. I've seen you vomit in like what, twenty twelve? <laughs> what was that what from was the tacos? You ate a lot of food. Oh, I made myself throw up though. I mean, that still counts. That's still Does throwing it? up, yeah. Because yeah. I just had too much food. Yeah, but that's still you throwing up. Yeah, can I? Okay, that counts. Okay, I do that all the time. No, I'm just kidding. If I was like, I haven't shat in 15 years. Oh, but I, I got food poisoning, and so it made me shit. <laughs> like it's still. I, but I physically made myself throw up. Like I made myself throw up. Are you You're sure? still throwing up? I don't did think you? I don't I think, think I did. I still put my finger in my mouth. I've never I ate done that. I can't do 16 that. tacos. 16 or 15. I. Honestly, because I've seen you do impressive stuff. Like, you've done very good stuff, uh -huh. career-wise. I'm really, probably mostly impressed by what you did that day. <laughs> I've always said I could just eat. Like, I, I don't ever not get hungry, I just stop eating. And I, they, they, they made a challenge. Could you, if you eat, if the record was 14 tacos, if you eat 15, you break the record. And I just immediately said, okay, I'm going to try this. I've always wanted to win an eating challenge, and I ate 15 tacos. You didn't go there with that intention. We just went to hang out. Nope. The evening turned. <laughs> Those are some fun trips. I don't know why we were there. I don't know either. Um, we were in Seattle for some reason. I think we were there. For Halo. Probably working on something for Halo. Probably working on Halo 4. I yeah. know uh, Mariel vomited last week. Oh, God. Did she? Oh, yeah. 
I, I did not. I was on set when Off Topic was happening with the Always Open crew. I've got to say, I am so proud of you guys. Thank you. It was an absolute. Don't was groan in there. We did a great job. Yeah, Mary was a champion. Broke. She's a champ. Oh, I I was one of these lights over here. That this moon, this I think it was that, this exact moon ball. Why do you have it? You gave it to me. I'll take it. It's fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. She just My like butt, no, slammed no. it on the ground, but it went straight up and broke one of the lights. Yeah, yeah. Like, like literally the opening seconds. shot. The, the trick is breaking two lights with one throw. Stop. Yeah, I should have done that. Nope. Nope. No, but, but it was a. We wanted to go to the extreme and like really embody all of what Achievement Hunter does on Off Topic. Yeah, and I feel like we took your show quite seriously, and you, you took our show equally seriously. Yeah, you, you guys did a great job. Full out. Both full episodes out, are, are up now. Achievement Hunter showed up in uh, suits and ties, some yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah, Jeremy showed up as Guy Fieri. From <laughs> I loved it. I think he said that was his only button-up. Are you serious? <laughs> and yeah. always open, you guys true. showed up to Off Topic just shit-faced. Just well, yeah, we just we made the show. mistake of saying like, okay, we we know we're gonna go into this and we're gonna get drunk. Like we kind of plan for it. Like we're gonna drink more than we usually do. Cause like me and Meryl don't really drink anymore. Mm -hmm. Like we have maybe a drink on Always Open, but I usually don't even finish that one. But we went into it kind of little too hard, too fast, uh, <laughs> and we got drunk. I think within the first twenty five minutes. Wow. And then we still had another hour and a half. Yeah, I, I was filming Haunted, so I was just like tuning in between takes. I was like, okay, this started. And uh, probably half an hour later, I was like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, pretty Larry. <laughs> an hour later, I was like, oh my God. I've, I've literally been watching for a minute, and Mariel's told everyone to shut up for the entire minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite shot of the whole off topic, and you might have to watch this back. I don't know if you saw the ending of it. I didn't see the very end. But at the end of the show, what they do is they have a camera above that films the table with where the logo is, and they roll the credits on there. Oh, is that what we do? And I thought it was the screen. I, I, I think it changed recently. Oh. And, uh, like, Meryl didn't want to end the show because she was just, like, so drunk, and she wanted to, to keep <laughs> going. And uh, so me and Emily, the girl who, who works on uploading Achievement Hunter's videos, we ended it. And as we're going, like, good night, and it rolls to credits, we just hear Meryl yell, no! <laughs> and it, like, fades out, and then it cuts to that graphic on the table, and you just see hands come in, move away all the shot glasses, and then Meryl tries to dive onto the table, but her glasses come off. <laughs> and so you just see the glasses fly across the table, and then hair, and that was it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. It was amazing. It was amazing. But, yeah, you guys did such a good job on our show, too. You're so classy. You and have you a fun. You have a fun show. Yeah, you guys. They're all fun. Time. I like doing all these. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace. We should make it a yearly tradition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I also think we should just have a, a mixer, maybe an off-topic where we just have a few guys on and us on. Yeah, for sure. Why? People, look like fun crossover. Latched on to Cody's aggressive. Unfolding of the ladder. Did you see that? Yeah. Kevin is like an authority, just like wham, well, puts I, it down. Well, I like that we had already established you as the ladder guy, Cody. So <laughs> even before that, you, he'll be like, oh, Cody, he's got the ladders. What <laughs> they didn't see was him uh, basically burning a hole through my soul with his I eyes it. I as it. you climbed the ladder to fix the light that I broke. <laughs> did it smash? I think it, I don't is know it, what is it, it did. Still broken? Oh, okay, cable unplugged. Cable unplugged. Oh, okay. That's the best kind of breaking. So. But it, uh, lights are great when they break. Not that we're gonna do it, Cody, but but it's like she throws the thing and all of a sudden it's like part of the set goes dark and you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's instant. 
Yeah. In, instant not gratification, but like knowledge. Yeah, yeah, you know, for something's sure. And then Meryl brought a sword. No, really? Which was probably the worst idea because I I don't know if it was like a legit sword or one that's just meant for decoration, but... What's really the difference? What's the handle called? How on? sharp it is? A hilt? hilt? The hilt, it was like... All right, let me back up a little bit. So she gave Chris the sword and we found some fruit and we wanted to do fruit ninja. So we were throwing the fruit at Chris <coughs> and he was slicing the fruit. And I was standing directly in Chris's line of motion. And after he did it a couple times, I noticed the sword was bending a little bit, like coming loose from the hilt. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad they took it away because if we had done it maybe one or two times, it might have just skewered me in the face. There's like a video online where a guy, for some reason, has like a mannequin in his kitchen. And he's got a samurai, like a katana, <laughs> which as far as I know, a katana is one solid piece of metal all the way down through the handle. I believe so. But this was not, I think this was like a flea market Probably would have been a safer version. And he's like, got this mannequin, he's going to like behead it. And it's just the greatest thing because you're like, first of all, what are you doing this for, dipshit? He takes a big swing and it's an internet video, so you're like, shit, he's going to fucking cut his arm off or something? <coughs> he just takes a big swing and right before it hits the mannequin's head, the blade completely flies out of the handle. You can't see it, but it hits something, and then he goes like this, and then the dishwasher comes down, like, into view, <laughs> like, the, the, the door to the dishwasher. It went right through it, Man. and he's like, here's oh this dishwasher. God. So, oops, that sucks. Damn. Do that outside next time. I like that yeah. we did don't a, do it. a whole immersion based on Fruit Ninja, where for safety reasons we had to use wooden swords, wooden and swords. then you're just doing it on a yeah. podcast with real <laughs> oh, swords. here it is. This is after. So unsafe. This is, we did a pear oh, first, and Barbara he actually, so dangerous. he sliced it perfectly in half but when he did the pear. flew out? That, oh, that's such I a bad idea. I'm seeing. I know. You'll think of how much of your of life depends on, on Chris being able to grip that thing. Yeah, apparently with, I, Trevor was watching the show during this, and apparently he, like, came to Eric and was like, hey, let's please take that sword away. Because he was just worried for my well-being. And I appreciate I'm, it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't even notice, like, I wasn't even thinking, like, oh, I'm in Chris's direction. Right. Right. He lets go of that sword. He doesn't even need to come off, break off. Look at that. Barb's like, I think that's bending. <laughs> Good enough. Look at that face. <laughs> yeah. Look at her face. Look at her I concern. didn't even care because I made him do it again. And he's swinging real hard. He's going Lindsay's like standing behind Chris like, fuck this. I yeah, got kids. She knows. That's the, the uh, achievement hunter knowledge is like whenever there's weapons being used. <sighs> they stand behind him. <laughs> it's a good form there by Chris. Yeah. I can't think of a worse combination. Then sharp objects and Chris, uh, Chris's athleticism. Yeah. That's like a bad combination. <laughs> yeah. Just and like alcohol. Recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, here, so I'm can I ask you a question real quick before you go? Oh. So you, you, Haunter, did you go to Philly? To the, like some people went to the Philly airport. Did you go to the Philly airport? Mm -hmm. I don't think you were here when I talked about it. Did you fly American? Yep. The Philadelphia airport is fucking amazing. Did you get see all the gates with all the little iPads and everything and all the kiosks at every single gate? Did you not notice that? I'll be honest with you. I don't remember being there. Really? They have every... An airport's an airport. I think it was on the live podcast. Barb yeah, was it the was the live there. podcast, yeah. Yeah, I, we, I had just come through the Philly airport and all the gates... Gus, this is like heaven for you. All the gates have iPads where you can just order food. <clears throat> okay, like, let me tell you something. All the tables? Okay. I raved about this at the Newark airport about three years ago, and you shat all over me about well, how, how stupid I... it sounded. 
About having iPads to about order having stuff? iPads to order food and about how convenient it was and how much easier it was in dealing with someone and you said it sounded <laughs> stupid. What was the effort? You just totally dumped all over my excitement when I talked about this immediately. I'm sure there will be someone who edited here together. you are <laughs> talking about how awesome it is. And even, they even have you little, just hadn't seen it. You just didn't understand it. <laughs> little, I know I was probably making fun of you for being antisocial. That's why I said, I even prefaced it by saying you would love it. Yeah, I, I loved it. I told you I did. They even have it every gate. They've got like a mini convenience store, but you just check out yourself. I, what I, was, exactly what I said. What was the airport we were in where, where it had iPads? And we were trying to give you food poisoning. Oh, so yeah, we I was ordered, trying to get food poisoning. We ordered like $70 worth of airport sushi to try and give you food poisoning and yeah. it didn't work. And you and just had delicious sushi, and I was watching. I was like, why am I filming this? And did yeah. you run into somebody, and I had to explain to them I couldn't talk because I had to eat 70 pieces of sushi? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> forget what I, forget I feel what like it that was. person would have understood. <laughs> they were just like, I'll leave y'all I, I remember yeah. it being in an airport where it was like, you probably shouldn't order sushi right. so far from the ocean. We thought, it's very far from the ocean. It's in an airport. It's sushi. That If I'm going to get it's food poisoning bad. from you anything, have an iron stomach, man. I, yep. Uh, Never gotten food poisoning. Yep. That's so bizarre to me. I, I get food poisoning a lot. Like you, you do. Said, yeah. I I think you and Esther get it more than anyone I know. I do. I'm a, like I once, be careful. once every couple of years I'll get it. I there was I've one time all. I ate scallops, sushi, raw scallops. They tasted a little weird. <laughs> and then the later that day, I had kind of a gross burp. That's like the closest <laughs> I've ever come How did you survive? to whatever anyone's calling food poisoning. I just, when people say it, I don't even know what it is. I literally don't know. For, okay. for me, if I was to describe it, if it was like, if I relax my anus, Ugh. water will come out. <laughs> that was my food poisoning. Really? Like, if some, I'm not some, clenching my asshole closed, water will come out of it. This is like when sometimes I had to- Sometimes if you're asleep. Or if you're asleep, this especially. sounds like when I had to uh, do the cleanse for the colonoscopy I had. Mm. Where, have you guys had a colonoscopy before? I have not. Okay. No. I'm going well, for one in a couple months. It's not that bad. Um, the prep is the worst part. So. It did this thing where you would drink this fluid and then within like <coughs> half an hour it would start to work, which means you'd have to go to the bathroom. But after a couple hours of it, it was literally like I was pissing out my ass. <laughs> like, like, you'd be like, oh, I have to shit now, but you would go to the bathroom and it would just be pissed. That was me in Singapore. <laughs> really? Yep. You should have some of that. I'll give it a shot. Why not? Clean everything out. Get rid of it all. Hey, let me, uh, speaking of which, let me read this thing over here. <laughs> Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fee, so you can keep so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock uh, collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Right now, Robinhood is giving listeners of the Rooster Teeth Podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up at rtpodcast.robinhood.com. That's rtpodcast.robinhood.com. Thank you, Robinhood, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. So we, we forgot about something. Oh, yeah. Um, this, you were the other day, Gavin, talking about how you wanted to have a full English breakfast. Yeah. <gasps> uh, so I tasked Eric with, uh, preparing. He was immediately a full English breakfast negative about his own ability to get hold of it. I think he was most concerned about the beans. 
Yeah, I don't get the beans part either. I'm with you. It's gross. <laughs> so, oh, nice. I thought we song. Okay. <gasps> oh Lovely. my god. This is. Do we have that top oh, this down is camera? Microwaved. They even look like British eggs. <laughs> These beans look a bit. I like how we waited. About the beans. What, what, what do you call beans that are like halfway to refried? Uh, English breakfast baked? beans. Baked? You Just are fried. a liar. Are they not baked beans? Well, I mean, they are baked beans, but... They're pinto beans. That looks so good! Cold. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't know what took us so long. We were supposed to lead the show with it. <laughs> this is, I, I hope that's exactly what you were going you know, for, like, was that reaction. We've been sitting over there for a little while. No, you don't eat cold beans, man. It's maybe hot. Show the face! Did you ever go to that English uh, cafe down south? You and Ellie were gonna go. That's yeah, what it was that cool. is. Full English. Oh, it is from there. Yep. Oops. Oh, you we can make it up for you if you'd like. Oh yeah, let's get in the microwave. I would yeah. like some cold beans. I went there with uh, whoop. I went there with Becca. They're great. They're cold. Give me. They're room temperature. Give me bacon. Give you bacon. Um, this even got it's the tomatoes. Heavy. I've, I've never it's understood so the tomato. Heavy. I understand like Europe, Europeans are always getting on. Uh, uh, jeans there if you want to get it heated up. Okay. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. It's half the bacon there. You'll still have a whole slice. Thank you, James. It's so good. So I, I, a full English breakfast is so I good. I think the, the reason... Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that it also made me think about was uh, you uh, you just recently got your green card? You did. Yeah. Gavin, I'm so proud of you. Are you proud to be an American? Do you remember... Uh, Not American. American? Do you remember... How was it three years ago when I got my green card? Was it that long ago? It was a 2016 August And I'd already started trying to get mine at that point. And you were so disappointed. So I actually wanted you to have the same experience that I had. <gasps> I, so, I don't think I was disappointed. We have a little American flag. Oh. And uh, if you would do this, the honor of standing up and presenting the American flag behind you. Like this? Like hold it up behind it? Behind oh, okay. you. I don't think you meant to do this with an American flag. Can I make flag, an eagle sure. noise? You can. It's what I did. Welcome to freedom, Gavin. You did it! Oh, oh look at this! Which way around? Ba- behind you. Behind you. Behind. Like a backdrop. There you there go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you did it. You did it. Congratulations. I'm gonna give this to someone so I don't put it down in an offensive manner. I once knocked a flag off the shelf behind me in Play Pals, and it was... I'm sorry to everyone watching this. ...considered an act of terror. Yeah, people get really upset about the the handling of the flag. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone watching this. This is a very Canadian handling. I don't know how to do it. Lots of apologies. I think think now you have to burn it, because it went on the floor. There's it wasn't on the floor. There's a whole set of There's something back there. There is a bench (laughs) back there for the flag. There's a whole set of procedures on what to do with the flag. Yeah, and everyone knows the don't touch the ground one, and that's about it. Like that, right. everybody learned one. It's like everybody knows one or two of the <laughs> Ten Commandments, <laughs> and doesn't know the rest of them. But they talk about the Ten Commandments as though they're really important. Same thing with the flag rules for handling the flag. If you knew all the rules for handling the flag, you would realize how often you break all those fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the big one is if you have anything that's apparel based that has the flag on it, that's against the rules. Right, so you're not supposed to wear the flag. Right, in any way. Yeah, is that. Considered wearing it just now. You put it behind you. No, no, I think no. I have some. I think I have some swim shorts that have the. American I think flag you do. I, I think, think Michael gave me. Was that the flag code? Is that what they call it? You call the flag code. Sounds about right. Who I was, learned how to fold a flag in the Boy Scouts. Who was the first person you told when you got your green card? 
Meg. How, how do you oh, get yeah? it? Do you get, a, do you get a phone call or does it like show up in the mail? I got an email and then I went to the mailbox and there it was. And it didn't, didn't have to sign for it or anything. It's <laughs> just in the mail. <laughs> yep. I didn't I, I'm even so excited though because I've always found it really hard to make permanent decisions here because my visa after the original run has just been year to year. So it's like, hope they accept it. Yeah. It's hard to really lay down any sort of yeah. permanency. And uh, it's still a green card. I thought they'd changed it, but it's green. Yep. It is it's green. Funny. Don't forget to travel with it. <laughs> well, I mean, you, technically, I, I can never be without it. Really? Yeah. Do you have it right now? It's in yep. your wallet. Okay. Yeah, because if for whatever reason you don't have it on you when they ask for it, that's a violation of the green card. Shit, I don't have it on me right now. <laughs> except on the shoulder. Someone is Pilot Ben 97 in chat said, yes, you can't wear it except on the shoulder. Gotcha. And it's even weird the way it has to be presented on the shoulder. Have you ever seen it on someone's uniform or on their shoulder specifically? Oh. And it looks backwards? Right. Like, especially if it's on their right shoulder. It's like the stars are on one side and the stripes are on the other side, but it's normally when you look at the picture of the flag, the stars and uh, the star field is up in the top left-hand corner and the stripes run this way. Mm -hmm. But if it's on your right shoulder, the stars are up on the top right-hand corner as opposed to that. Yeah, is exactly it? like that. Oh, so it gotcha. looks backwards, right? Why, why is that? It's because it's uh, when you wear it, it's supposed to be like going into battle with it. Like if you imagine a pole attached to it, it goes forward. It, depending flag, on what side you yeah. look at from, but always the stars are facing forward when you're charging forward. What if forward. you walk backwards into battle? But or if you had it on your left shoulder, it would be okay to be, be the orientation that you're familiar yeah. with. That's one of the interesting things about the British flag, or the flag of the United Kingdom, the Union Jack, is that it looks like it's symmetrical, but it can actually be backwards. Really? Because the diagonal lines... When they cross over. They're like... This, so you can actually have it okay. the wrong way. Yeah. Do you know which way? Can you like? Would you I be could able to... not tell you which no, way. You can but if you get it up, see, it's not a symmetrical flag. Oh yeah, there's the... red in different places on the diagonals. Yeah, that's so true. So it's possible to get to get it the wrong way around. So huh. Eric sent me a link here. Yeah. Uh, somewhere on, on it's it's a page on the American Legion website. <clears throat> Crazy. I've seen that for oh, my whole life. I've never, I've noticed, never noticed that. that. Yeah. It's a page here on the American Legion website. Someone asked, "Is it permissible to wear an item of clothing that looks like the United States flag?" The answer that they have, again, American Legion website, unless an article of clothing is made from an actual United States flag, there is no breach of flag etiquette whatsoever. So you just can't cut a flag into shorts. Right. Okay. Dang. I always I was heard the same thing just you did. Make this a pair can't of wear the flag? Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know which is actually correct. Yeah, the, f the first time I realized that that was a, the Union Jack thing was when we had that Vav shirt and it was like the V with the Union Jack. Yeah. I was like, why is it? Why does it look weird? And I was like, oh, it's because the the flag isn't symmetrical. Like it didn't didn't line up. Hot it's breakfast. Very hot. Oh, this is so coming crazy. in. I'm so happy. Um, I like that I just wore an American flag and now I'm having a full English. Yeah. <laughs> this this is your last one. So what do you put on toast in the UK? Beans, right? Marmalade. Marmalade. Put beans on them. Marmalade. Jam. Whatever. I love that the Union Jack flag is a combination of like all of the what do you call them? The territories of Great Britain <clears throat> or of the yeah, United like Kingdom. The I should say. countries. You got. It's Wales. Like Scotland, Wales, England. Wales is the dragon there. Uh, he's got Scotland, yeah, because Scotland, oh, Scotland is blue Northern the Ireland, England. Yeah, it's a mishmash of all the flags. Yeah, it's like you just overlay them all, and you end up with the Union Jack. I think it's a it's a really cool way to How do it. How long has the UK been around? Longer than I have. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> But like, you know, England's been around for a while, but how long, like, what was the first country to join? Did they just kind of like get everything all at once? I don't know. Did one of them join late? Like Hawaii was the last state to join the United States. 
That makes sense, though. It's really far away. That is true. It is farther away. Yeah. <laughs> Puerto Rico Scotland keeps coming close to statehood and then not getting it. That seems like a like a battle that we don't need to be fighting. So what, what is even more confusing because it's attached to a different country. One of the biggest things, and it's hard to do without a knife, one of the biggest differences in our cultures is the bacon. It's different in every culture, though. Is bacon that not is... the proper bacon? Oh. It looks like the, what is it? You know what they call Canadian bacon? Yeah, like Canadian bacon is basically <coughs> ham. Ham, yeah. And you know what they call U.S. bacon in other places? American Brian? bacon? Call it streaky bacon. Yep. Right? Mm. Streaky bacon. Streaky bacon. Yeah. Is it because it's like streaky? Got a lot of fat. The, oh, well, fat bits. The Acts of Union, 1800, united the Kingdom That's of Great Britain and the Kingdom of Ireland in 1801. In 1801. Mm-hmm. But the Irish were like, no, no, nope. And <laughs> we're not doing that. Right? Is that like that, that formed the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland? Uh, following, <laughs> yeah, following the partition of Ireland and independence of the Irish Free State in 1922, right? Which left Northern Ireland. Yeah, it's it just continued there. Like, wait, I feel like Wales was the first one to be like, yeah, okay, we're part of this thing. You know, Scotland was like, we'll see. Scotland kind of had their own kind of version of Brexit a little bit. <clears throat> Scotland but, seems more foreign to me than Wales. Really. You know, like they were like, we're leaving the UK, but then they did a referendum and then voted not to go. But it was pretty close, if I recall correctly. And then... You're probably rethinking that now. A few years, they probably are, honestly, yeah. And a few <laughs> years later, then the UK as a whole is like, yeah, we're getting out of here. We're leaving the EU. I'll be, uh, how's that going? The, uh, they still have that April 12th deadline, I think, now. What do these deadlines mean? For what? They got to turn them like to a book all, report? What are they doing? For I them mean, to all vote no on something and then extend the deadline. They all have to I, vote no on something. I think it's, it's, there's, there's a date, I believe it's May 22nd, when there are EU parliamentary elections. And if the UK wants to leave, they can't have a seat in the EU parliament. So they need to get out before those elections. That way they don't put <clears> someone in there. If What a mess. If Brexit goes through as it is said to have, or will go through, how long do you think before Brentry? <laughs> when will we come back? Well, can we get uh, can we get David Brent to hit that up? <laughs> David Brentry. <laughs> wow. The moment they leave, the moment it's done and you're out of the EU, you're gonna be like a free agent at that point. It would be awesome if we just that day offered you guys statehood. Fifty-one like, states. <laughs> well, fifty-four because. Oh, you're taking them all differently. We have Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland. <laughs> what if you just took Wales? <laughs> like, <laughs> what if, it'd be like such a fuck you. Like, hey, you guys want to be a state? <laughs> you know, go for it. We'll even believe in uh, do seven for Canada. Seven provinces. How many provinces, Canada? Uh, ten. Uh, ten provinces and three territories. Ten. Pro- what's the difference between a province and a territory? No one wants to live in a territory. It's like that, the, listen, the geography of Canada is something I should know a lot better than I do, and I don't know it at all. You got, at all. You got the Vancouver side. I know Vancouver. And you uh-huh. got the Newfoundland side. Uh, Ontario. Ontario Quebec. Not all the way over there. Yeah. 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 At that. Which bit's French? Quebec. Quebec. That sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> and then they got Calgary. Calgary? In the middle. I, I can't stop Calgary. eating this. I'm gonna have to. Well, you know what's the Calgary? I think Eric will be go. very happy with you. Are the territories the top three? They're at the top. Yeah. So you got the Northwest Territories. You we got, got Quebec, Nunavut, which is a new one actually. Ontario is having none of it. Manitoba, it's it's having none of it. How come I can't remember Saskatchewan? Is that what that is? Yeah. There's a place in Saskatchewan called Saskatoon, and so saying Saskatoon, Saskatchewan is probably one of my favorites. That is awesome. Yeah. It apparently also has one of the highest. Uh, crime rates out of any place in Canada 
because I think there's there's very little what, to do there. What do they have? Three. <laughs> I think it's it's per capita. I'm just sculpting a little breakfast sandwich. Oh, that looks tasters. I'm oh, jealous. There's a sausage too. <gasps> <You're good. laughs> Eric, you sound I, very displeased with it. Like what? you conquered like 170 countries and you're eating beans, dude. Like Eric, why don't you why don't you shove the entirety of this up your ass? He made this for you. Oh, thanks, Eric. I'm sorry. He made thanks for the sandwich. Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> shove it up your ass. Thanks for making it. You were just insulting my people, so I had to step in. I want a mushroom. Stop talking about Canada. This is from Hunter 559. <laughs> As a Canadian, it hurts when you do. I never understood that people, whenever people like get upset when we talk about the thing that they know, you know, it's yeah. like this is what you know. Be proud that you know it. We're trying to find out about it. We're asking questions. Yeah, that's Feels, how you learn. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't watch. It's so painful. It's really painful. How many countries in Europe? Uh, I used to, I, for the Amazing Race. I used to be able to name all of them in Europe. Oh, once, you, once you get into Eastern <laughs> Europe, man, it like it's pretty fluid over there. Oh, it's a good toss. Whoa! That was a really good toss. Shit. I'm gonna say 23. You mean in the EU or in Europe mainland? Europe. 23. I got the number here. You want to hear it? Yeah. I was like close to 50, isn't it? 51. Oh wow! I th do you think that would be something we would know because we're pretty close to having 51 states, depending on whether Puerto Rico happens or not. That's fucking top. Is it? Oh, I just yeah. I don't like beans. I oh I love I never beans. never really got it. Jeez, oh, you just flicked sorry. a bit of sausage at Barbara. You know what's funny? I have so many freckles on my arms that I looked down and I couldn't tell where it was. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there's 28 countries in the EU, counting the UK. What? 28 what countries what in the EU. What did you say? You said there was 51. 50, 51 in Europe. Oh, so you're saying not all the countries in Europe are in the EU? No. no. I didn't know that. Yeah. What's Brexit. the point? Brexit. <laughs> those East, those, those exit. Those, yeah, those Eastern exit. European countries you're talking um, about, the ones that still, I guess, slow exit fall under a lot of uh, Bosnia exit. What about Moldova? Is that in there? Influence. I do not think Moldova. That was my home country for Special Olympics when I was when Gavin and I went over for the Winter Games. He got the UK. I got Moldova. There was literally four people there from Moldova. Good on them. Got to know them. Yeah, it was great. They made the trip. There was a lot of people on the England. There was a ton. Yeah, there was a ton. That was so much fun, man. I thought back to they, they just had the summer games uh, for the Olympics, uh, Special Olympics in uh, UAE. So it was uh, an event. It was actually when I was out of town. The guy that we went with in Austria kind of had to make a choice, I think, between uh, going to the summer games for Special Olympics or going on the sailing trip. And uh, oh. yeah, so I'm happy he went on the sailing trip. So Should we uh, mention the short that we put out this past week, the 16-year lie? Oh, yeah. Somebody called that in comments. Gus, what are you doing here? Somebody called that in a tweet, I think. <laughs> and you reacted to it. Oh, yeah, like a couple days before like it came out. Like a couple days out. before it came out. And what? then somebody accused us of stealing the idea from them. It's just like, no, As if we, we hadn't already filmed it. I saw it a very snarky reply that was, that was something like, yeah, I'm sure in the three days between when you said this and the short came out that uh, they put together a production, filmed it, <laughs> edited it, and released it. Yeah, did all the posts on it. Yeah. I That's wrote funny. a short about a decade ago. I, I feel like I should just find it and shoot it. You should. <laughs> you should. As or it is. Costly looking no editing. Oh, not, not, we gotta edit the video, but like, as I wrote it. Yeah. Really? No idea what it's about. Okay. It's about wind turbines <laughs> on the side of a skyscraper. You can, you can power the top floor of your building. So, um... Estonia. That, that was a, a painful short, right? With I all the fake laughing? It was painful in the, in the sense that we had to do a lot of fake laughing, which is probably one of the hardest things to do in acting. Fake crying and fake <laughs> laughing. 
Um, but it was also painful on another level because I actually felt legitimately sorry for you because we were just like basically telling you that your whole life was a lie. I will say, well, well, obviously it's scripted, but right. Yeah, at one point, you know, we're, we're doing a take and I'm standing there and like everyone's laughing and I'm like, this is kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. Like it's kind, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's a little fucked up. We're like laughing at your pain and your life turning into shambles, and I'm like, I kind of feel bad for Gus in this. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, there was like one moment where I was like, this is a, this is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. It felt horrible. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was fun. And a lot of people were were wondering about the whole like we had a woman play your wife and we called her Sarah in the short. Yeah, I didn't think we should have done that. Would your would Esther not have done it? No, she declined. Yeah. Oh, she did. But so I we did try to do Esther and then decline. It would have been confusing, though, if we had someone playing your wife and called her Esther. Because but we've it's done not. that. I feel like we've done that past with Esther's sister, haven't we? I think she was, like, from behind. Am I crazy? I don't think so. Esther's sister has been in shorts, though. She was in one short. She was in the devil box immersion. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. She was in something else. No, I think she was. She was in the recording booth. Oh, she did. Pretending uh, a, to be Caboose. A, a voice for episode 100 as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think it would have been equally as confusing. If who played you in the, someone named Esther who wasn't <clears throat> Esther? Yeah. Who played you in the gender swap RVB episode? Who played Simmons? I don't remember. I have no oh. idea. Was it me? Maybe. No. That was no. like I don't remember. Way that was ages ago. Though. Maybe I'm thinking of a different that was episode. season fourteen. That was that was a, a time earlier where Caboose's brain had like flip gender RVB stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but there was but, I, was, like, I was thinking about that the was season like 14 one. The, oh, okay. the misremembered stuff where Donut was a girl. Yeah, yeah. Donut specifically was a girl. Yeah, I don't think and Griff's Sarge, yellow. Sarge and Griff's, was a pirate. And Griff's but yellow. There was something where Esther's sister played one of the characters. <coughs> she in episode 100. She did a, a voice at the end for like one of the endings. And that was it? Yeah. Okay. I thought she was physically in something. She too. was in the, the Devil Box short. Oh, okay. okay. All right, if you're just joining us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again a few more times if you want. <laughs> to recap. So I saw, I had a, a strange experience when I was overseas. I want to get y'all's perspective on this. I saw something that happened, and I wasn't sure if it's, I, I didn't do anything about it. And I, it's been kind of bugging me. And I, I, I keep wondering oh, if, boy. It's, if it's something. Are you sure you want to talk about this? Yeah. If it's something. Because I'm curious to know what your perspective on this is. Is this something that I should have said something about in public? So I was walking through a hotel in Singapore. And there were a bunch of tourists from. Can I say, by the way, Singapore, most humid place that on place the planet. That place is humid it's, as fuck. It's beyond 100%. I don't understand how anybody lives there. What do you mean? It's nice. Oh, humid. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's a wonderful place. <laughs> but it is. I spent Hot years and humid. It's Houston, like you're swimming. Texas. I heard human. It's insane, Gus. I spent years in Houston, Texas, which is like 100% humidity all the time. It's built on a swamp, Houston. Singapore blows it away. The people who live there are like the most resilient people on the planet. It's so fucking good. Good lightning in Singapore. Mm-hmm. In cool there, yeah, I woke up. There was a storm one night. And uh, it was un yeah, it's unbelievable. Like I, I thought you know we have big thunderstorms here in Central Texas. Pretty cool ones this weekend, man. Yeah, oh, yeah but it was, it's nothing like so nice. The lightning so and thunder that I saw there, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I went all the way there just to film that. Yeah. Like it was that much of a guarantee. Yeah, I got out of bed to go look at it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like, I knew it was going to be amazing. That That's museum cool. you went to, arts and the, science. The what? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fucking cool. I the, ended up looking at the Instagram tag of like all the pictures that people would upload from that place. It was so awesome. Yeah, there was some. It was really really cool. Uh, installation. They had like these LED lights that went like floor to ceiling and then they had, I, I didn't really get it in the video, but <clears throat> the floor is mirrored. So if you look <sighs> down, like you see the same lights, it seems like it goes down forever. So you feel like 
you're suspended, like floating in floating, space. Yeah. It's really weird. How did you feel about the uh, document you had to sign entering Singapore? Oh, the one that in all caps says, DEATH TO ALL DRUG TRAFFICKERS. Yeah. They'll just straight up kill you if you yeah. bring drugs there. <laughs> and uh, I, I was I was looking at it, I was like, I don't have drugs on me, but I'm still scared. Of it. Right, you worry about having something on your shoe. And then they, there were they, sometimes they word things in weird ways. Like I was getting, I was riding in a cab, and they have a little sign in the cab that says, "Remember to not forget your handphone." <laughs> I was like, "Remember to not forget." Is that really the best way to word that? It's like handphone too. Yeah, it's like why not remember your phone or don't forget your phone? Why is it remember to not forget your phone? Or don't forget to remember to not forget. Right. It's your like, th this is so confusing. Set reminder to not forget. Uh, anyway, so I was walking through a hotel lobby, and uh, there's tourists from all over the world there. And there was yeah. a, a woman who was obviously a tourist from another country, and she had a child with her. The child was was walking. I don't know how old kids are. I'm, I don't have a kid, so I'm bad judges. Six, maybe. Like um, six six year olds can walk. Yeah, it's uh, a good. It's a good guess. Checks out. The kid was crying, and she kind of like kicked the kid <gasps> to like. To get Punish him to him? stop crying? Right. I was like, is that... Where did she I, kick him? Like on the... Like on the back? Oh. I was like, is that... Should I tell someone something? Is this like a cultural thing where that's acceptable wherever she's from? Like, is it my place to tell her not to kick her fucking kid? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, and I didn't say anything, and it's been like... I, don't, I, I keep thinking about it. Like, should I have said something? Was it like a... Like she poked him with her... Or like a full-on... It's like a, like a, like a side... Kind of kick thing. Oh. Would the kid go down? Was no, kid... the kid was the kid did not go down. The kid was still like, it was like hard standing enough to up. Clearly, be something. Yeah, to I, was hurt like, him. I, I remember. I, I I turned to Esther. I was like, she just kicked that kid. Yeah, I I can't see any outcome in confronting someone when that happens where it ends positively <laughs> for you or the kid. For the well, but I mean, say for both. It's like yeah, won't end well for you, won't end well for the kid. Yeah, right. Because yeah. all I could see is someone being like, "You can't tell me how to parent my child," or like, "Mind your own fucking business," or whatever it is. Yeah. Which is terrible, but yeah, it was just yeah. it was just shocking to see. I had, I had no idea what to do. That's messed up. I don't know. I grew up in a neighborhood in when I was in New York where my buddy Carl, when he got in trouble, his mom would hit him with a stick, Jesus and Christ. that was like I was happy my parents didn't hit me with a stick, <laughs> like the same stick every time, or just whatever stick no, they could find. He had to go pick it. He had to go get his switch that she was going to hit him with. So that was part of the punishment. He had to go out into the, like the woods and get come his. back to the twig. Yeah, so he yeah. Just find limp sticks and it's fine. He would work on that. He'd like crack him a little bit, you know, and do it. And Still be like a whip. I was like, "Fuck, Carl, what'd you do?" He's like, "Man, I'm in trouble." And then he'd go home and get fucking whipped on. But it's like, <laughs> help me find a stick. It didn't seem like if if like if I knew that situation was going on today, it would be. Really bad, but like corporal punishment for kids is something that we've recently moved beyond. Yeah. When, did, when did that come in? Like, when were people hitting their own kids? Spanking is like when I was a kid, people hit their kids. People were still yeah. doing yeah. it when I was a kid. Yeah, I got I got whacked. I think but it started to fade out during our like generation growing up. Yeah, so we were like eighties. Right I think is when I feel like it really late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, but if my parents had hit me when I was like between <clears throat> five and ten. I wouldn't have been like, what just happened? I've been like, oh shit, my parents hit me. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been, but I, I wasn't like some kids. Some kids got the, the tar beat out. I had an older brother who did that for me. He would hold me down and spit in, spit in my face. That's, that's different. Yeah. Those are kids. Did, Wait, uh, wail on me. did the kids stop crying? Uh, no, oh. kid was still having a fit. Yes, Jimmy Wimmy. Yeah, Carl was black. You cracked the code. Yes. I guess the picking the switch thing was something that was cultural, you know, that I mean, I, I've met other I mean, my you friends. I mean, probably just met like Lenny and Carl from The Simpsons. What? 
You know, he said he said Bernie. He said he asked me if he's done the chat. He said, was, was, "Was Carl Black?" Right. So yeah, and I That's had friends I even in Houston. That was a thing growing up. Is like picking a switch was a thing. Like that was. What if you just came back with an axe? <laughs> uh, did you see that video of that woman throwing the axe that, that I guess was on reddit this weekend the We're weird like, thing was like the guy next no. to her kind of got how serious the thing was but then didn't like I would have freaked the you fuck know, out there's like those axe bars where you can go and you yeah. like throw an axe at the wall it's like me and Chris like, from off topic she yeah very much she had the axe she you know had overhead she threw it but it hit the ground then it bounced and it hit the target and then it bounced and came straight back at her and she like ducked and, and it went right over her head It's one of, you see the videos all the time like they do an overhand two-handed throw yeah. with an axe and they go into the target She was so bad. She missed and hit the floor, which I think was like a rubber floor I feel like they should have some type of cork or like something Can that it wouldn't it? bounce yeah. on stick in the floor, too Yeah, no oh my god. Jesus <sighs> and look at that guy's like whoa. I'm gonna go get my axe you have you almost have to watch it a few times. I, I guess yeah, it was it's like a rubber mat. See, and it just goes doink. Whoa! Oh my god. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't have been lethal. She's laughing. It could have cracked her skull if that went in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a bad deal. Oh. Equally, I, I will never do that. I, I I wouldn't go to one of those. I'm gonna do that. What the hell? Why not? I would do it. I take my kids to the Ren that's Fair. A rarity. They do yeah. the they do the archery thing at the Ren Fair. It's literally like. Shoulder to shoulder 30 people with bows and arrows real bows and arrows Firing in this range and they're all like half drunk, you yeah. know, and it's like I'm like, eh, what's you know Is there a sobriety? Well, it's gonna be okay. It's is there a fun. sobriety test for the shooting ranges here for the guns? No, but the people who run shooting ranges I find to be they're they're pretty like stringent Across the board. They're very safety focused. Yeah, very, very, very safety focused. Like if you fuck around in any way in a shooting range, they will take you out. Like not a quiet place. No. No. Do you ever see that thing where the guy is like has the gun, he's taking photos of it? And the instructor's like literally like looks like you know when cats have that horrible body language when their ears go flat and they're ready to pounce? Yeah. Like the instructor's watching him and the guy's like taking photos with it and all this stuff. And then sure enough. The guy's like got the gun. He's got a selfie. He's got oh here god, like this, oh and then god. sure enough, the guy goes like this with the gun and puts it to his head. Oh my god! Sel- the instructor is on him in like two seconds, which seems like a bold move anyway. Because if a guy's got a gun to his head, he's taking. He's not trying to kill himself. He's just taking a selfie. But he thinks he's being funny, and the guy's like, like unloading oh the gun, god. disassembling it, and fucking yelling at the guy. You can't see because it's surveillance footage yeah. or security footage, and he's just like yelling at him the whole time to get the fuck out of here. You're not being here. Did you see the clip that was up on? Reddit this week, the guy has a gun. They're at the gun range. He's misfiring. It is as uh, sorry for audio listeners. <coughs> he's I'm not going to be able to describe this. The gun won't fire apparently because they're like firing, and there's two guys and they're looking at it, and he's like this, and he's messing with it. He's like, and they're all frustrated. He's like, click, 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 and he goes, puts oh. his hand over the what, barrel, what, 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 and does it, and then he's like looking at it. Doesn't actually look down the barrel at any point in time, but then does it again. Puts his hand in front of the barrel, what click, does he click, want? and what? literally shoots a hole right through his hand. I did not see that. No. It's fucking insane. I it's like that. the whole time you're watching the video, you're like, dude, stop doing that. Stop doing that. And then when he does it, of course he's I don't know. Like, was he trying to feel for error? No. It makes no sense why you would do that. Uh, I'm baffled. And I'm this is like too. it was like an older guy too. Like it looked like someone who Did was, you see it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it gross? Uh no. you don't really see like you just basically see the gun go off and then he's like, you know. He does like that tappy foot dance, like like yeah. all of a sudden he's like in intense pain and he's like back and he's like tapping his feet up <laughs> and down. He's like shot his hand off. Fucking shot a hole through his hand, dude. What it's one idiot. of the dumbest things I've ever seen. What an idiot. Ever. And he yeah. has like what? multiple chances to realize the mistake that he's making. 
and not do it. And you're, you I mean, just I takes none of those opportunities. I can understand a gun going off by accident and hitting yourself, but to actually like like try yeah. and shoot your own hand, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, it's messed up. Doesn't make any sense. Don't uh, go looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this thing here. Oh god, so Agent Black K just said on chat about ten years ago, I used to go to a gun range that had a bar inside. That sounds it. terrible. That sounds what? like a bad Wait, idea. the American flag? Welcome to America. This episode of the Received Podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace has launched even more templates to make creating a powerful online identity even easier. Each template is a starting point for a wide range of projects. Whether you're pursuing a side hustle or promoting your main gig, create a beautiful website with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. It's easy to set up or transfer your domain on Squarespace, and you're able to manage all of your domain and building settings in one place. It's also never been easier to sell products or services online. Squarespace allows you to manage your products, orders, and inventory easily. You start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com slash roosterteeth for 10% off your first purchase. And you know, uh, we've been asking you to share your Squarespace creator websites. We've gone through and picked some of our favorites. And as a reminder, with Squarespace, you too can make sites like this. So be sure to tweet at us with the hashtag RT Squarespace. Uh, and here's a few of our favorites. First up, we have at uh, ReadBurns97. Uh, next up, we have at OnlyDraven. And finally, we got at crispy underscore 038. So just a few examples there, something you can do with Squarespace. So thanks for showing us your sites. And thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Nice. People in the chat are saying he was attempting to test a trigger-activated laser sight. Um, so that actually makes sense Oh, why he would put his hand in front of it, except for the fact that it doesn't make any sense why you put your hand in front of a fucking Surely you put it in front of the sight. Right. Or the laser, not or the uh, anything. barrel. That's not your yeah, hand. Like, put up a piece of cardboard. A laser shows yeah. up on a lot of different or surfaces. Something. Yeah, rule one is like you don't point a gun at something you do not want to completely destroy. Destroy, right. Exactly Even if it's right. unloaded, it's like you only point it at something you're okay with totally destroying. I'm not, I didn't grow up with guns the way that you did. I've mm -hmm. learned a lot about guns. You're like living in Texas. Um, and as a gun owner, you got to learn some stuff. I've never taken a class, but I know how to <laughs> fire the weapons in my house. The uh, the thing I've always heard is don't point a gun at anything that you uh, don't want to completely destroy, and also don't ever take a gun out unless you intend to kill someone. Like in a, in a situation with like don't oh, take a right. gun out to hurt somebody. If you're taking a gun out in a situation with another person, you're taking the gun out to kill them. Yeah, there's not no, to like, hurt them. Shoot to injure. No, no. Like that, that, that's that, if someone that doesn't it, exist. It comes on your property. Well, that's like shoot to get. Just sued, like if you it's just like don't point a gun at somebody unless you want to kill them. Don't put a gun in something unless you want it to be destroyed. Don't put a gun in a person unless you well, want them to die. It's not even like taking the chance. You you can't shoot someone and think like, oh, I'm just going to injure them. Like, no, you. There's still a really good chance you're going to kill them. You, yeah. Even and if, if you try to injure them, no. you're just not shooting at them. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. There's, there's there's it's either on or off. Well, there's you guys grew no up between. with learning all that stuff, right? I know you mm -hmm. did with your family. Did you mm -hmm. do it as well with your? Uh, in my family, we had knife fights, but yeah, we moved out <laughs> to guns. Like, no, I didn't. I, I learned though from friends and stuff. Like my first experience with guns was probably ninth grade. I think I went skeet shooting uh, with my friends, and uh, their dad, one of their dads, was there, and he was like surprised that I had never held a gun before. And I think his reaction kind of led me into thinking this is something that I should catch up on. Mm. So it was, uh, you know, and then that was used for skeet shooting. You shotguns <clears throat> for that. 
So first experience with shotguns and then with handguns. I don't. I've never fired a. We fired that machine gun off of the chopper for the vlog because that was just fun to do. But I don't think <laughs> I've ever fired a rifle of any kind except for like an air rifle. Really? I've only fired handguns and shotguns because hmm. my my whole thing's just been home defense. You know, it is interesting. I I've always found it interesting the differences between even between different states because I was filming in Alabama. We filmed with shooting high speed of guns. Yeah. And at one point, <coughs> one of the people we were with left their gun with us so we could continue to film it and someone asked him like you're gonna be all right like without the gun and he was like yeah i should be fine yeah because he carries it on him i was like <laughs> i've never had a, a gun on me my entire life and the fact that this guy was gonna go you know maybe an hour without his they were like you're gonna be fine right right you're gonna be okay <laughs> and i was like that is just such a different Do you want way a hand grenade to carry around <laughs> yeah. in case just you go it's just so interesting to me oh well, yeah i love absolutely. it i love the differences my, my uh, the guy we used to work for was uh, grew up as like living on a ranch and everything. So guns were like a huge part of his life. I mean, he would let us go out and like to his land and just shoot if we wanted to. And but it's fun. It really is fun. I know they're very dangerous weapons and they're used for horrible, horrible things. But you know, if you use them properly and you don't use them for violent purposes, it's actually fun to go out and shoot a gun. Mm -hmm. Freak some people out though. We 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 went out to a gun range with you guys early on, and my we brought out a friend. He, he did not like that at all. He he did not enjoy that experience in any way whatsoever. No, that was interesting. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. <laughs> it's, it's, definitely, it's loud. I feel it's, like if you reach adulthood having never touched one, and then you start firing one, it's very, it's, very, it's a very weird feeling. Yeah. But you get used to it. Oh, so, so we have a special segment after this, right? Yeah, we do. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll throw that here in just a bit. There's one more thing I wanted to mention before we go. Uh, you know, I'm like super. Um. Yep. What's the word? Obsessed oh. with uh, aviation. Yeah. And the aviation industry. And when I was flying back from from Singapore, then normally that's like we if we flew Singapore to San Francisco. Normally that's like a fourteen and a half hour flight. And uh, they told us when we started before we took off, the pilot was like, "We're gonna we're gonna be this favorable wind. We're gonna be able to shave some time off the flight. Flight's only gonna take us thirteen hours today." So I thought that's a that's huge a good time difference Singapore. in time. So I started watching. You know, the, you, one of the things you can do in your in-flight entertainment is look at, like, your speed. It's like, I'm curious to see how fast we're going to go. And um, so I'm watching it. We're, like, going, like, 750 miles an hour. I'm like, that's pretty fast. You know, it's like a 200-mile-an-hour tailwind. And I just kept watching, and, like, the speed just kept going up and up. And I started wondering, like, what's the speed record for a 787? So the fastest I could find that a 787 has ever gone is 801 miles an hour. Holy shit. Wind-assisted. We got up to 792 miles an hour really on close. our flight. Wow. wow. I was like, we are fucking hauling ass. <laughs> yeah. Did it feel any different? No, it doesn't feel any different at all. That's so cool. But it's weird to watch it and to see like, you know, like the, the numbers keep going up. And I was like, I was taking, like I took a photo of my fucking in-flight entertainment. I was like, I've never, I've never seen the speed get that it's high before. So yeah, I feel like I've seen a lot of 600s for flights I've been on. It's so crazy when you, you know you're going that fast, but like it literally feels like nothing on a plane. Well, you only R feel acceleration, don't you? So. Uh, well, you look out the uh, window and you like, like, see like just stuff going by like this, and then occasionally on a flight you'll get something that's a frame of reference for how fast you're going. Typically, if you're in a like a very popular flight path, you'll see another plane go by. That's fucking freaky. Coming when the, it's other going the other way, yeah. it's yeah. like whoosh, it's like it goes by so fast, you're like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, we're moving really fast. Or just like if you see another plane in the distance and you're like, is that coming towards us? Yeah, <laughs> is it gonna? Uh... Dude, I, I to this day I still don't like landing at airports where there's another plane mm. landing, even if it's like 300, 400 <coughs> yards away. It's just like on the same approach and everything. It's just like that shouldn't 
happen? Why? Well, I, I don't know. Jet wash? I don't know. It's something. No, there's yeah. rules for that. You don't have to worry about it. I guess so. Trevor but could we probably going, explain it to you. Jet wash. We're going 792 miles an hour with a tailwind of 226 miles an hour. People keep asking in the chat. I feel like we should say it. People keep asking in the chat about Shazam. Um, what do we think about it? Anybody else sees Shazam Not besides yet. me? I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I did that for our screening. I did the dumbest fucking thing where I had extra tickets. So I, for every movie, including Endgame, I buy my tickets and then I buy like four other tickets you can bring in case people want them. Do you, you can come? No, no, thank you. I appreciate it. You sure? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, what, if, what if you didn't Throw have to go way. with me? What if I bought tickets to another theater, two seats, and I could just give you those? Is it because you don't want to sit next to him? No, no, I don't want to put he anyone like, out. He doesn't like opening but weekend crowds. He, he literally doesn't like opening weekend crowds. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's good. So, uh, I bought, and I, and I was walking around the office, bar bar office, mm -hmm. trying to like give these tickets away, because it was. I also booked them for 4 o'clock on a Thursday, so yeah, I, cut out, I got oh, to cut out of work an hour early to go see the movie. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> John Reisinger and Allie took me up on two of the tickets. Mm -hmm. And then they, and then I was giving a tour to some friends who were in town. Um, and so I was a little bit late. And then they texted me from the theater because I was rushing to get there. Like, do you know you booked this for the slaughter? Alamo, <gasps> which is like literally as far is away, especially one? on yeah. a four o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah, like you're not getting down there. It's like time. by the old office. And then I was like, uh, I got there, and it was four twenty. They had a showing at the one right next to us. It's uh, us. We're by the old airport, uh, and the Alamo next to us had a showing at four twenty. So I was able to buy another set of tickets, like four tickets, to go see it again. So you so. mean you had four tickets that just went unused at slaughter? Six, and I got a rain check for them. So oh, good. I'm, I'm okay there. But so I feel I'm confused. Bad. Did you see the film? So I saw it. I saw <laughs> it. Yes, but I saw it twenty minutes late. Okay. Even though it actually all worked out perfectly for me because I was running late anyway, oh. and I got to go see it. Why didn't you go to the company screening that we had? Because I already had the tickets bought, I just didn't know they were for the wrong theater. Mm. But that was the day before. But yeah, but I bought the tickets earlier, <laughs> and then when I found out they were the wrong theater, I bought the new tickets. Why didn't you just rain check the later tickets and go to the free one that the company put on? Because I didn't think about the rain check thing, because I already had, I said, well, why would I go see, take a seat at the screening from someone else? I already had tickets to go see it the next day, I'm fine. But then I go, I turn out I had the wrong theater, then I start thinking about rain check stuff. Because I don't want to waste six tickets worth of money. I like how you're talking about taking a seat away from someone. Sophie sent probably five emails that day <laughs> being like, anybody need tickets? Because I think like not enough people showed up to fill mm -hmm. the theater. Because there's, I think, a little last minute. But you're Pretty like, oh, I don't want to take away <laughs> seats from anybody. My opinion was it was good. I liked it. It was uh, very different for a superhero movie. It's one of the few superhero movies I would say was very cute. Oh. It was. It, I don't know how else to describe it. It was fun. He is it was cute. He is, yeah. Very cute. He was sitting right over there. And uh, it was it was really a lot of fun. There's some stuff about it that happens later in the movie that I would want to talk about. Uh, but obviously, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it, and you three have not. Uh, and it's been only a week that it's been out. Uh, not even. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to see it this week. Yeah, go see it. And then we can maybe talk some more about it on a post show or so something. So we had Zachary Levi on the podcast to talk about uh, Shazam a couple weeks ago. Uh, and similarly, after this, stay tuned if you're watching live. We're going to have a segment that we did with uh, Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, about Stuber, which is uh, their upcoming film. Yeah. It's good okay. to talk with them. So if you're watching live, uh, stay tuned. We'll have that coming is up this here in cut? just a bit. No, we're good. Did you cut this? Uh, we're fine. All right. So um, thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.
Hey everyone, thanks for watching the podcast. Uh, make sure you stay tuned. We have a special bonus segment with Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, they were nice enough to stop by, talk about their new film, Stuber, uh, which is coming out this summer. You can check out the trailer right now if you're interested, and also watch our bonus segment where we talk about the film. Hello everyone, welcome to a special supplemental segment hey. for the Receipt Podcast. Uh, as always, we got Gus and Bernie here on the ends, and we're joined by a couple of special <laughs> guests. Just us. Uh, well, we, no, no, and our special guest this week. Uh, we have uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Dave Bautista. But, if I may, can I correct really quickly? <clears throat> Oscar-nominated Kumail Nanjiani. And six-time mm. wrestling champion Dave Bautista. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Been box office juggernaut Dave yeah, Bautista. Yeah, that's right. Um, so you all have your, your new film, Stuber, coming out July 12th. Mm. Which is, uh, if, if, if I'm understanding correctly, it's a police officer gets into an Uber and needs a, an Uber <laughs> to drive him around all day? Correct. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Why don't you explain the premise? It's more, it's more of a, a, a detective. Is, he's on a search for a killer. And he begrudgingly uses Uber. And he forces this Uber driver <laughs> uh, to yeah drive him around all day on the search for this killer. He's just gotten LASIK surgery <clears throat> that day, right. so he can't see. He's not happy to be using Uber. He doesn't even know what, really what Uber is or understand how it works. <laughs> right, and so he kind of forces me to go on this like all night adventure to yeah. get the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. This so it's like an action comedy. It's uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so am I guessing that you two spent a lot of time with scenes in a car? Like, so just the two of you? Correct. Just where you developed this rapport was lots of time one-on-one? -on -one. Mm. Correct. We, we haven't seen it yet. We're going to see it tonight. Yeah, it, it's yeah. For South by Southwest. It's great. I love this movie. I'm so excited to finally, like, that we're finally showing it to a crowd. Like, yeah. you know, nobody's seen it. I haven't we, seen it. Yeah, even he hasn't yeah, seen, seen it. it. Is that true, really? I haven't seen it. I read that you don't, uh... You don't like to watch yourself. I don't like it. I, I'm, 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 I'm the same way when I'm in stuff. just having this conversation on the way over. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't. I'm Are you nervous for tonight? Dave? I am. I don't want to be there. You don't? No, I want to so, go and say hi and leave. Can, you, can, you step, can you step out while the film's playing and then? Yes, he can. I, I maybe, I, yeah, I probably could, but don't yeah, do it. I feel watch like the you know film. the opportunity is there, and I would feel like I would kind of be, yeah, I'd be being disrespectful. To it's great, like, and you're I know great the director, in it. Michael Dallas, really wants me to watch it, and so I don't want to just step out. Yeah, I am uncomfortable with it. Yeah. It's great, and you're great in it. You're going to love it. You're, you're going to have a great time. You should watch it. <laughs> I, I totally get that. Like, even sometimes on set, you have the chance after you do a take, mm. you have a chance to watch the monitor, and I'm just mm. like, I don't want to do it. I don't but want you. Because it, to me, back, it so. gets in my head too much yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, way. start overthinking it. Do you watch, like, your matches ever, your bouts in WWE? Uh, I try not back to. Back in that career? Yeah, I try not to. Really? I, I have watched some of them, but, yeah, I kind of... Since, you know, it's kind of live performance, you kind of know how it went, you kind of feel it, you know. Oh, you really do? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Wow, for sure. that's interesting. I mean, WWE audiences are just, like, ridiculously responsive. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah they're brutal. Highly engaged. Yeah. Highly engaged. So, yeah, that's a nice yeah, we have, way to put it. <laughs> we have a, a very engaged uh, fan of our own who if we're works gonna, in, the, in the booth back there. <laughs> anyway, so... So, uh, it's, it's always... Please, be careful. Oh, my God. I, I, oh my can't, God. I can't imagine. It's, it's always a strange... <laughs> Uh, scenario for me. Anytime I use rideshare, Uber, or whatever, mm. it's like you're getting into a stranger's car. Like this person has their whole life, you mm. know, their all all whatever they have going on, and you just willingly are like, yeah, sure, I'm 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 getting in that person's car. Mm. And uh, you know what the most personal moment to me is is when you have to put something in the trunk. And they oh open yeah, the they always there's very like, personal things. Yeah, it's in like the duct tape and rope, and you're like, <laughs> "What is going on? I'm gonna take the next one." And like a hamster cage for some <laughs> reason, yeah. or something like that. A few years ago, I was taking. It was before Uber started. Before <clears> you know, Uber had taken off. I was taking a taxi from one of our old offices. I had to take a taxi from the office to my house, so I hailed a cab here in downtown Austin. 
got in the back of the cab, told the guy where I was going. He starts driving. We get a couple blocks down, and he's blasting um, Alex Jones on the radio. I'm like, all right. And uh, the, the whole time he's driving, he's making intense eye contact with me in the rearview mirror, just like looking at me straight in the eyes. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. And then he, he finally, we come to a red light. He stops and he turns around, looks over the, the seat, looks me straight eye to eye and says, I'm going to put the light in you. And I said, oh, okay. No. And I just pulled out some cash. I go, here what you go. That? I don't know. I just opened the door and stepped mm. out. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to put the light in you. Yep. What you is, be giving cash? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's in the app. You no, just gave this, him more this money. A, this was a cab. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Before, before Uber. So I was like, here you go. I'm done. I'll and you just, can't I'll, review I'll those right guys. Here. No. They're still out there putting lights in people. And he's like, <laughs> and he knew where I was going. He knew where my house was. Like, I don't think I slept oh, at all that night. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that, that's why, I, even to this day, I'm still, like, wary getting into Ubers or anybody else's I car. Am gonna, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to use that phrase a lot going <laughs> I'm going to put a light in you. Hey, I'm going to put a light in you. Take that however you want. Maybe it's good. Maybe Standing it's Standing in line at the bank. My weirdest Uber thing was I was waiting for my fiance Ashley. We were going somewhere. It was in L.A. And I was parked outside of the place we were staying. And then someone just opens my back door and gets in the car. I'm just cool. sitting there waiting for her. Right. And uh, I turn around. This young lady in my back seat. And I said, are you looking for an Uber? She goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my phone, and I said, "Cause this, I'm not an Uber. This is just my car. This is just my just car." And then it was like I told her it wasn't my birthday. She gets mad. At me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then like, she put the light in you. She was furious <laughs> with me for not being an Uber. Like I tricked her somehow. So, yeah, like I'm, I'm I, I don't understand how that happens. I'm always like triple checking the license plate in the oh, app. Oh yeah, car. Like, totally. I, I don't get, it, get into I knew as office. soon as she got in, what was yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't trying to like escape. So it wasn't like a scenario like. Stuber, where it's actually some cool adventure I'm about to go it's on. It's not cool. It's terrifying. It's a terrifying adventure. You know what the premise reminds me of? It's one of these things that's kind of been lost to time. Um, was like there used to be this thing in movies where they, you know, be in New York and they jump in a cab and say, "Follow that car." And that right. used to be a thing. You just don't see that anymore. Right. This is kind of like that. Yeah. It really is. It's sort the of modern like, version of it. It's an yeah. It's like a new version of an old school type of movie, which is the. You know, the buddy cop movie, which yeah. sort of had gone away, but I love those movies. And uh, um, I think this, I, I really like this movie. Yeah, but I am slightly biased because I'm a huge Dave Batista fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the movie, like we said, comes out July 12th. Uh, apparently, we're also, uh, there's a new trailer out. Yeah, really looking forward to seeing it tonight. Dave, I know maybe mm. not, might not see you there, but you know. <laughs> no, Dave's going to be there. Well, see, you're going to come and watch. No, no, I'm going to come and watch. Watch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be there? Yeah. All right. Yeah, he'll be there. I'll be there. I'll force it. Against better judgment, he'll be there. But it's a great yeah. theater. It's a really old Art Deco theater, the Paramount it's downtown. Beautiful. Austin. It's a yeah. gorgeous theater. Night, right? yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there a, few times. a hole in the ceiling that mm. Harry Houdini allegedly drilled there for one of his bits that he did mm. when he performed on stage there. So it's this great theater with tons really? of history. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and you can see the hole? You can see the hole is still there. It's in the but, top. Yeah, but, Some rigging you put up or something. Watch the mm. film, though. Don't look up. Yeah. I'm going to find this. Hole. You will. I want to find Houdini's hole. Then you're going to put a light in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to go and hang a light from Houdini's hole. What's so weird? <laughs> I'm going to have 90 minutes because that's how long the movie is. All right, guys. What? Well, congrats. Yeah, yeah, I don't so see you. What was he doing with the hole? I think it was rigging. See, I don't want to give away anybody's secrets because he's well, an I escape artist. Okay. I but think I you think can he, yeah, give his away. <laughs> I think it was probably like some kind of tether to pull himself out of something that he was trying to escape from. Hmm. Total but if conjecture a on my part. Hole in the ceiling, you know that he's up to something. It's way up there too. Yeah. Okay. You'll know when you see it. 
don't know, maybe it was a platform or something? I don't really know what Harry Houdini did besides escape from stuff. He was a magician. And he let people punch him in the punch stomach. Him in the stomach right? Yeah, which did not end well. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you so much for coming by, thanks talking about the film. I really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to checking it out. And never to tell Kumail happy birthday. Ever, yeah. As long as you live. And go get a light in you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.